0: Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the Roll podcast presented by DJ City and BeatSource. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We have DJ Never here. Yo, what up? We got DJ D-Miles. What's good, what's good? We got Jamie the Great. Yeah. We got a special guest. This is like an OG in Las Vegas. He's, he's a great DJ. He's like a... I would say he's like... The party animal, the Pauly Shore of Las Vegas to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why why he, Pauly Shore? Because Pauly Shore was like the whistle, you know? And like in Las Vegas, he was like hosting all the events. Uh-huh. He knows everybody. You know what I'm saying? He knows the slebs. he knows everybody. He's always around like like fifteen or ten girls.
1: Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying?
0: He's, <laughs> he's like the OG Party. He's sure.
1: everything. He's, he's like, like yeah, he's like a he's networker. The, the, the MTV party show. Yeah.
0: He's, he's like he's like the networker. He's a social like he knows everyone. He's yeah. cool as fuck. He's right. he's a guy's guy. He's, yeah you know, girls like hanging out with him. He's a DJ's he's DJ. He's like still talking about Polly or me? <laughs> 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 All right, we got DJ Shift in the building. Yeah, Shift yeah. cool. up? Thank you for having me chef man what's up man you, what's going on you're busy these days you're busy busy finally you're doing <laughs> <laughs> you're busy though you're like building shit, right you're like trying to do other things in case dj don't work out for yeah. you. yeah know? like over the, <laughs> over the pandemic like uh we we linked up like afterwards he's showing me like all this he's doing like like contract work he's redoing his bathrooms his yeah. kitchen You're doing it all by hand and shit. Now you're doing like a whole ass garage and a pool yourself? Yeah. Right now I'm in the middle of
2: doing a big garage in the back property and then uh, a new pool. So...
0: It's crazy. Like I was, I was talking with DJ Scooter too. He just built like a guest house on uh-huh. his property, yeah. Wow. And he did it all on scratch. But he he learned all through YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like it's he crazy. didn't. <laughs> it's sense. crazy right now. Like he didn't know shit, and he just learned it all through YouTube. YouTube it was just all University. through YouTube.
2: I'll stay up to like two or three in the morning looking up stuff on YouTube, and then the next morning wake up and go out there and do it. So you after. can you can really do that. Then? Yeah, you can look up all the codes and everything. So. That's insane.
0: So we did a lot. But you you said your pops used to do that shit a lot, right? He had property, and he actually had a nightclub, right? Yeah, my parents had a nightclub
2: in the the early 90s and late 80s in California, so we used to fix everything. Anything that got broke, my dad would be fixing it, and so I learned how to fix a lot of things with him. So you're from Cali, though, right? Yeah. What part of Cali? Like Central Cal, North Cal. so Merced through up to the Bay Area. So
0: Mm -hmm. you were there till how old?
2: Uh, Moved to Vegas in 91, so...
0: I was about 11 years old. So, but, like, you're you're kind of like a Cali kid, though. You grew up in Cali and shit, right?
2: Kind of. My mom's family's from California, from Bay Area, and then my dad's family's all from Indiana, so I have a little bit of redneck in me, too.
0: (laughs) 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 Wait, so were you around the whole nightclub shit and and everything? Yeah,
2: during the weekends and stuff, my parents would run the nightclubs, and they had their normal day jobs on the weekdays, and whenever everything got Saturday mornings, we'd be at the club fixing everything that got broke on Friday Friday nights. Oh shit. So you was like um, a kid in the club
1: fitting fitting shit around.
2: Yeah, I was like 8 years old riding I mean we were even younger and my two younger brothers they'd be riding around their their, uh, tricycles. their <laughs> tricycles and shit on the dance floor during the daytime and stuff like that. My dad hooked our Nintendo up to the they had a screen above the above the uh the dance, floor. Above the dance floor and my dad would hook our nintendo up to it man mario was like four feet tall playing that shit you know, <laughs> That's crazy. during the daytime
0: so this shit is in your blood then huh
2: I guess so yeah my mom was a bartender forever and i'm a late night person like her too so oh, crazy
1: yeah. i mean this is a dumb question was you in the clubs when you was like eight years old like
3: uh like while it was on i don't know like allegedly they can't get in trouble now yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh you know definitely I was behind
2: scenes man i'd be i'd be behind there Peeking out, seeing what was going on and shit. Yeah. Would you ever like,
3: hang out with the DJ like around uh, that time?
2: The, the DJs back then they had they were on the dance floor area and they were like, uh, you know, forty year old white dudes with hair down their ass. It was all like rock bands and shit like that. You know, so yeah. it's a little bit different than what it is now.
0: This is like the white version of like Menace to Society <laughs> when he was, <laughs> C- <Cain. laughs> when Kane was hanging out. They were giving him beer and shit. <laughs>
2: yeah, I love that shit, man. I was always making drinks behind the bar like a. Shirley Temples and shit like wow, that. Wow, so know? this
0: shit is in your blood, right? Yeah, I think so. Cause just I remember like I, I used to when I first moved out here, I mean you you were always the friendliest dude. Like you was really <laughs> super old. nice guy. Yeah. Like I remember like we just met and you were like, Yo, man, I'm having Thanksgiving, like come to my crib. Yeah, I remember
4: that. And I was like, Yo, go to your crib. Like, I don't, <laughs> don't even know this
0: motherfucker. Yeah.
4: The first time I met him, he's like, Yo, come out to the jet skis. I'm like, all right, <laughs> like,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. i done spent a couple Super Bowls at this dude's crib. Yeah. Hanging so. out and barbecuing the pool in the back. But mm-hmm. you've always been hosting, like yeah. and, and
4: that's why into
2: DJing because I just like to entertain yeah yeah it's more not for the music for me it's more for entertaining
0: you like you you like to be out that's what I'm saying it's yeah. like almost like from your parents a I like to,
2: you know be around in high school through the biggest parties you know all the time mm. and when I became a bartender I just watched the DJ all the time I was a bartender back in the clubs here in Vegas yeah yeah I just watched the DJs and I was like I want to be that guy
0: that's that's crazy
2: I would like a bartender and you know, blow fire and shit like that for like fifty people, but you- then the DJ was up there for like a thousand people and I was like, I wanna be that guy instead. So just saved up some money and taught myself how to DJ
1: bot bot tr- turntables. He like, and- was like Tom Cruise in Cocktail, <laughs> yeah, cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great movie Was yeah. I could picture yeah. Shift doing that too. I know
0: yeah. right yeah <laughs> <laughs> wait so did, did you like were your parents always entertaining like doing doing parties at their crib and yeah. doing the same thing same thing we so had all, got, all so the you, Christmases
5: and
4: Thanksgiving
0: yeah, and so roll, that, our that, parents that just came like naturally to you mm-hmm, right yeah, for sure that's crazy. you see my mom's never did that shit <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> somehow no, you're a good ass no host man <laughs> no, one, no one came over
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean growing up in my my mom's my parents used to throw parties and shit like that yeah,
3: yeah same my grandparents we were like the, the house on the block yet like, you've yeah, never invited yeah. anyone
0: to your crib for anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm a different dude man. you're a different dude
3: but like no like felt like I think what 4th like of July like, New yeah. Year's yeah. Eve yeah like it was always at, at my Christmas, crib Christmas like pool. holidays so my yeah. grandfather would barbecue all that shit man we'd be in the backyard swimming yep. listening to reggae music
0: you know what, what I mean? So it's, this shit is in your, in your in your kind of like, you were raised on this shit. It's like your background, right?
2: Yeah, it's just always part of life is having everybody come over to our parents' house. So when I got my house and stuff like that, the same thing, open door policy. You used to have, like, your parents used to have celebrities come over. Uh,
1: I, not really. I, I came across like Kiwi Lewis. Uh Lewis? My mom I used to hang out
2: with Huey <laughs> Lewis, one of my aunts, and then... Um, fog hat like they used it was all rock bands okay yeah. wow i think they're in town right now i was trying to get my parents tickets to go see them and stuff have a reunion because it's been like 30 years since they've seen them
0: damn imagine yeah. huey lewis when the power of love came out. i around. know I, your crib. I need a new drug
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it was on every every movie had a huey lewis soundtrack did you know did you were you hanging with him and i got to meet him a few times when i was younger yeah oh shit but they were more out hanging out with my parents and my and my mom and dad and my wow. aunt and uncle so then, what happened? So then, why did your parents move to to Vegas? My dad was in the Air Force, so the base uh, closed, so we almost moved to Spokane, Washington. Then we ended up coming to the base here, at Nellis. So, mm, wow! Thank God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be I'd be a grandpa right now if I lived up in Spokane. Spokane, yeah, completely
0: <laughs> different shifts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, there never would have been shift. <laughs> no. <laughs> so then you came to Vegas, right? You go to UNLV. Yeah, I right. went
2: for a little bit there. I never finished it out. Were you going
0: to be like an EMT or something?
2: I went to EMT school and then I became... Well, a, Why an EMT? Just like to help, you know, it was cool. And I was, I was looking at maybe getting into firefighting. So it was like one step okay, you know, yeah, to yeah. get into firefighter. I used to do it out of the track, the motocross track where I used to race at and do it on the side there. And then from there, it just was well,
0: like, you was on you like you was doing motocross in college and high school. Yeah,
2: I used to ride motocross a lot. Jesus, so it's like
0: another world.
3: Yeah, you know, yeah. I, mean? I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: I gotta hang out with more white people. <laughs> yeah. I, know, right? I don't know. <laughs> they like, do more fun shit. I yeah. mean, they doing they did I, like, I don't know any brothers that do. Yeah. I like, <laughs> got <laughs> <get laughs> some white friends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they did, it was illegal. Like it was in the block, right? Yeah, yeah. don't saying fucking driver license. And then the cops came, and then they just everybody scattered away. That's a different world. Yeah, for sure. us. Damn, so you was doing motocross and shit?
2: Yeah, I was doing that and then uh Carrie Hart and me were busboys over to Luxor and then he uh Oh shit. He started we were he was still I was racing, he was doing jumping and I just kinda knew it wasn't going to go any further than that, you know, so...
0: Did you hurt yourself ever? Or oh, not?
2: yeah. You'd always break bones or get knocked unconscious did <laughs> so so you Do
0: you oh. still do that shit or no?
2: I still ride every once in a while. I got a couple bikes and quads and stuff like that just for fun, but not like I used to. <laughs> I went out about... Ooh, probably 12 or 13 years ago, to the track here in Vegas and tried to rip around the little kids and damn near killed myself. <laughs> I had to wow. pull off to the side for a second. <laughs> Catch my breath. Rethink my life. <laughs> <laughs> Yo,
0: when you're telling me this, I keep thinking of those movies with like uh, like Big, when like the two personalities switch bodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering yeah. if if I switch personalities and I went into your life and Freaky you went into Friday, life. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know what to Quit. do. Like,
2: I can go quit inviting people to my house and stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: they were like, "Yo,
2: shift turned into
0: an asshole." You know? <laughs> Don't bring shift, nobody over no more. Shift ain't doing none of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> he sold all his bikes. He sold all his quads. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So, so you, so then you, you start bar, bar backing, right? Yeah, bussing.
2: Yeah, bar backing, and then you
0: bartend. Yep,
2: yeah. and then I will just like I said though, I was always watching the the DJs. I was over at like Rum Jungle and stuff watching Michael Toast and Jason Lima and those guys in the old days. And I was wow. like, Man, I want to be that guy. Instead of just having my little, you know, entertaining, you know, I was doing the the flipping like. the bottles and shit like that, you know? So instead you was, of just um, doing that, I was like, I want to be that guy up there. You was brought in that Rum Jungle? Yeah, I was over at, uh, I did this other emergency room we started. I don't know if you guys heard about that. Yeah, I, I was, remember. I was we did Monday nights there. Spring Mountain, right? Yeah. yeah. What is this? There was a thing we did, uh, Hollywood and David Christian. We started an event there. We took over. It's called oh, the emergency. Hollywood. It's not Wednesday. It's a it's a Monday. Restu- Mondays. Mondays yeah. It's a
3: restaurant now, right? I think Ho- it is. It Hollywood it a, Dav- I haven't heard David Christian's name in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Wow. When I first moved here, I actually Christian. went to that spot. Yeah. And I think I saw you and I might have seen, seen Karma there. Yep. Karma was there, yeah. Casanova, um Casanova. Well, that's where all the kids like oh, the, I
2: forgot about Gabawaki's and all of them and Vegas uh, dance crew. They all started dancing there. So we'd all we they'd come in at midnight. We set up a turntables. It was a Pioneer five hundred. Yes and two techniques, and then we'd set it up, and I would bartend behind the bar. We took over the whole bar for that night. I'd be bartending all night long, and then DJs would do 30-minute sets, and it was all just whoever, and somebody played play break beats, somebody would play you know, house, somebody would play hip-hop, and it was all different 30-minute sets, and the breakers would all have break battles in the middle of the dance floor, and I, at the end of the night, the turntables were up there, and I was like, I always tried them out. You know, I'd go up there, and I had no clue. I didn't want nobody to to know I was learning how to DJ. Mm-hmm. So I used to go to Hollywood's house and steal records from his house cuz he used CDJs but the records still sent all the boxes of records to his house.
0: So he know? didn't need the, he didn't need the yeah. record the vinyl. the vinyl.
2: Yeah, I got yeah, he didn't need the vinyl and it was all in his uh pantry. So I'd take a couple records every week and then I'd take them to work with me. I got an old bag from David Christian, bring my records in. I got needles from Q. I think Q gave me my first set of needles. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then uh at, like, sometimes around 6 a.m., there'd be no more DJs, and we just turn a jukebox on, but I started DJing. Then I'd go up there, and I had no clue. Man, looking at a Pioneer 500, like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, all the buttons. I had no—I didn't want nobody to teach me because I didn't want them to know I was learning. And I just look at it, and there was no Google or YouTube back then. This is right, like of course. 2002, 2003, yeah. there was none of that shit around. You couldn't just type your iPhone, there was no iPhone. But
0: you had to know somebody, right? Yeah, yeah, you
2: had to be friends with people. Or you so. had
0: to be just really smart and yeah.
2: figure this shit so out. So I would go up there and I'm like, what the hell is Q? Or, All right, oh shit, that makes it work here. And then turn it and the faders and everything. And I learned it after a while, and it was terrible. I didn't know, I had no music background, so I was like trying to mix a. Next episode and like in uh, sandstorm together, you know I, did, I had no. Clue. <laughs> I trying to, trying to, what the fuck? Why don't they go together? You know, and then I started mixing and learning, you know, BPMs and and how and where to mix at, you know, on on the on the hook. So what is this a span
0: of like uh, two months or six months or yeah, what a is couple it? months or so? A few months.
2: Then yeah, I remember this. Um, the the so, well, what, the other two bartenders were like, yo don't don't do it don't do it man <laughs> they like let's put the jukebox on <laughs> and then like after two months i i mixed i can't remember what it was i think it's like next episode and like in the club 50 cent or something and it went perfect together and the one bartender he was a big white guy loud as shit man like always yelling you could hear him and he yelled across the whole thing It was like yo that
0: was dope and i was like i was hooked then and then just went from there it's crazy yeah. yeah man so your your fascination was deep with djing was what? What do you think? Was just, just the, the entertaining, the entertainment. Yeah,
2: the control, the control. Yeah, for sure.
0: Interesting. Yeah, the instant feedback. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Fu- it's funny because a lot of people like
1: what, what? What? Why did you get into DJing? What was your what's your thing? I just it was part of my life. Like I grew up in a project, and um, used to have the DJs come in the park play. My mom used to run the community center. Yeah, and she used to have to be. She used to have, she used to, have to um. She was in charge of the parties, the block parties that we used to have in the neighborhood. Yeah. So I've always been around DJ, so it was just natural for me to pick it up and do it. Well, what, what was it? The music? Well, was it the control? It was the music. It was the music. Yeah. And I always had music around, all, in my house all the time, 24-7.
3: What about you? I think it was maybe just wanting to make people happy. Mm-hmm. And my form of doing that is to make them dance. So I fell in love with the... The like idea of I can help someone have a good night.
0: It's kind of like control, though, right? Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure.
3: But I have an antisocial side of me, so I yeah. don't really like talking. So it's like I'm I'm actually contributing without really talking to you. For yeah, sure, sense.
0: I feel like a lot of it is control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, that. You know what I'm saying? It's like you want to be a part. Because like I, I think I think when I would go into the club, I wasn't like the outsp- I wasn't like the dancer, mm-hmm. and then I wasn't the dude <laughs> like picking up chicks who like you know, outspoken, but I wanted to be there and I wanted to enjoy the music. They have a presence, right? And, but I wanted to be like a part of it and involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the DJing was just fascinating, right? Because mm-hmm. you kind of control the whole room. Yeah, for sure. So then it, it always goes down to kind of control. Is that the same with
4: you or what is it? Oh, I wanted to be famous, man, you know? <laughs> no, uh, music. You got it now. Music, it was music for the most part, but then when I learned how the DJ can control the night and just the instant... Ratification of, of a of of a crowd like roaring because of yeah. a good song, that was like oh shit yeah that's making like, you get addicted. Well to. let's yeah. let's
0: be honest let's be honest with ourselves is it the
4: control or is it the attention? I don't. What do you think?
1: It, not for me it's not the attention. I know yeah I don't think so.
3: I I don't yeah I'm not good. I think to take attention. I think for initially it was the the control but then I started to really enjoy the attention. Right. Once I attention. realized how much yeah. it gets, you know what I mean? Like what the attention can get. <laughs> Look at I was his like, face. oh, shit. Look at <laughs> your hurt. face, bro. Look at his yeah. face. He's like, the attention.
4: Yeah, like this villain smile. You know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know. <laughs> but then I started
0: getting the attention. <laughs> and I said, oh, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more. <laughs> what about you, shit? <laughs> Nah I
2: mean, I had no music background at all on that. When I moved to Vegas, I listened to country and rock. I grew up on like punk rock and skateboarding yeah, and shit yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Motocross. So i didn't even listen to hip-hop until like 94 so oh, shit. and i learned you know when i became a dj i actually learned a lot more hip-hop because i don't only listen to certain stuff so it wasn't the music for me for more it was more just like said entertaining that's why i love to cook for people or have people over the house it's all about entertaining for me yeah
0: yeah 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 that's funny i'm, I'm that's a good, like that's kind of cool I think it's dope that you, like, kind of admit, you're like, yo, it's, it's the entertaining it's part right of hosting. Oh, yeah. I tell
2: people, I have no music background, and I didn't even really listen to any,
0: the music I play, most of the play, music I play, I don't listen to at all. But I think there's a lot of DJs like you. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who are part of the social, who love the social and entertainment aspect. Yeah, for sure. But they would never admit that.
2: Yeah. because I, it, Some
0: people you think know? it's like, a, I'm not as
2: real or something like that. You nah. know. But I'd rather be real and be by being real. Yeah, yeah. You know?
0: it's true, cause but they'll lie, right? They'll say like, "Oh, I love the music and all mm. of this shit." But I think it's important to have that entertainment yeah. and to be like a mm-hmm. great
2: host. Sometimes I feel like that's a, where like the long where my longevity came from is from that actually. Mm-hmm. Cause I know a lot of guys who are re- about the music that are no longer, revel- you know, no, yeah, yeah. they're no longer doing big main clubs and stuff like that because they were all about just the music of the, what they liked, you know. And not for the crowds. I think maybe I've had longevity because of the fact that I play stuff that I don't care. I play for the crowd every night instead of playing what I like.
0: You
1: know right, I right, mean? right, right.
2: If I play what I like, there would be like two people in there. <laughs> so.
0: But it's, it's 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 good because you have this like detachment from the music, so you're not feeling like you're betraying some type of creative. Yeah, for, for keeping sure. Authenticity. Keeping it too real. Yeah. yeah, I'm like yo. Know, you're just kind of like I'm here to please the people. I'm here to entertain my friends and mm-hmm. some people. So so. You're one of the few DJs that I know. Like people fly in to hang out with you. Like they'll fly into (laughs) Vegas,
3: yeah, and they'll
0: get a table. And of course, club owners love that shit. Yeah, for sure. They love it when you like DJ and you bring in a couple tables. Yeah, and those tables bring that definitely helps you out
2: a lot with uh, with getting booked, especially if you don't have you know if you're not a red bull champ or you don't have this song or whatever you are you right. know mm-hmm. if you're just a normal resident dj then that sets you <laughs> aside that's where you'll get more shows and stuff at for sure you got to make sure you're worth you're worth your worth you know mm-hmm. or what you're asking for so, so a lot of people ask for shit then they're not worth it they don't they don't bring what they're asking for and if i was going
0: to book them i wouldn't book them because of that reason so so how how long you been djing like for in the clubs i want to go back to after that first mix from in the um, club into the next episode and then what happened after that that but was I, like oh three oh so three almost almost 20 years now oh 20 Shit. years <laughs> and i still feel like i'm like a newbie I guess. <laughs> Man. for real but 20 years you've been perfecting you know your craft but also just building contacts and all of this stuff yeah
2: it's not just about DJing. i don't to be honest with you i don't really practice ever at home i don't touch my turntables at I home i mean i
0: think a lot of us don't practice yeah i right? don't
2: I just hear songs and throw it in the set where I think it's going to work and wing it on the fly. I mean, but I don't... I, my, my shit's covered in dust at home <laughs> right now.
0: <laughs> so wait, I want to know, like, when you navigate to, to the club, what is... The, when you're setting up, like, yeah, I don't know, like, you know you're going to DJ that night. What is your day like? You go through some music and people are, are like, are people hitting you up? How are you organizing a guest list?
2: The mine's like that. It's yeah. more shit like that. As soon as I land in a city... I just want to go to my hotel room and chill for a minute and like, you know, decompress from right. the last two shows or whatever to give my eardrums a break. But everybody's like, "Yo, we're going to this dinner. We're going here. I got a car picking us up. We're going to strip club here. This and everything that they're trying to line it up, especially like if you play out of town, like once every three months, those people come see you. A lot of times they don't go see a lot of their DJs that you become friends with them. So they'll take that night off. You know, they're like, they're ready. You know, they got. They want to party that night. They're getting fucked up. They got a babysitter. They got an Uber. They got everything. And they don't realize that I just did four shows in a row in two days. Right. You right. know, and I need to have my moment to, to reset. And they're all excited. They want to party all night long. And, not, and next morning, I have to be in Vegas in the pool. Next night after that, i mean, another city. And it's back to back to back to back. And some of them just don't realize that. And you feel bad. You know, you don't want to hurt their feelings. But they come out. That's their one time to come out in that three months. So they're ready to 110% it. You know,
0: so wait, how do you how do you juggle that shit?
2: It's tough, you Cause know. Cause you
0: still, you're, are you still going in as hard as you did twenty years ago? Or you- I
2: just had to like tell my one of my boys' girl off, man. That our night, just in, I was at the Fountain Blue in in uh, Miami. I landed there, just did two shows in Vegas for EDC with Cascade and Martin Garrix and stuff. Nice. Landed there. And I was doing 50 that night. Uh, I was playing with 50 Saturday night. You got a history with 50. <laughs>
5: 50.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, really? Uh,
0: yeah. You have, a, you have, a, you have very
2: Me and him got guy. into it, yeah. He went
4: viral. Yeah, we got, we, we got into
2: it one night, man. I almost, <laughs> almost pulled his leg off. He stepped... Uh, well, we well, let's
4: just set this up. What's the, uh, <laughs> yeah, set this up. I don't know. know.
0: What city were you in? But let me The way, first I time?
4: Love, I love the yeah. fact that his first real cool mix was in the club. Then, yeah. <laughs>
0: just a
5: full yeah. circle. <laughs>
4: So wait you're
0: so like this is what I saw. I remember the video. The video went viral. Mm-hmm. I think this is where you're you're DJing for him. He's performing. Yep. But he's standing on top of the of the turntable, t- like next the, to the turntable, walking to the turn back and table. forth.
2: There was a, they didn't really have a stage there. That was an old
0: sutra. Old sutra. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah, That was, that was yeah. sutra,
2: and I think every time I played at that place, there was a, the DJ booth was in a new location. I don't think they ever <laughs> they must, they change that shit every week, man. So then. So then he's performing. So he came in first to set it up, because what you see online, yeah, it actually kind of seems cooler, but he, uh, we, we talked um, over the songs. Me and him came. He went with my laptop. He said, I'm going to do this, 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 this. Then that was he's going to go on like 30 minutes. So then like this lady comes up and says, hey, he wants to change it, do this. I'm like, okay. So I, in my head, I get it ready, I change it. Another guy comes up. Hey, I'm 50s manager. This guy's, I'm 50s manager. Change this, change this. So we were going through. Three or four. Then, like the the next song, he didn't want that one. He looked at me and was like, "Like what the fuck?" And came over and stepped on the turntable because <laughs> he didn't want me to play that one. And I'm like going, "Like what? I do? I almost I almost grabbed his leg just to pull it off, just to be you know. You right. probably would have beat my ass after. Not now. He's a little chubbier now, but before he probably would have <laughs> beat my ass. What year was this? Like, two, oh god, I don't know
0: how long ago. Over that was. 2010, like 2000.
1: No, song this was, was like no. This is probably like
2: 2016. It's probably yeah, maybe like about eight years ago or yeah, so, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. That's but crazy. yeah, we haven't,
0: so that's all it was,
2: but, but he, it went all he, viral.
0: Yeah, it went viral because he stepped on the turn Well, because he said on. like,
2: boo the DJ, because like, I, I played a couple of songs that he didn't want in a row. And he's like, why are you changing it up? But I, he came down, the funny part is right after he came down, we went over some more songs. We went back on for about probably 30, 40 minutes. We went through a bunch of stuff. We went through, he came back up and picked some rock songs and stuff too. He went through all different things and it was a really great night. But everybody saw that one little clip yeah, yeah, of, of, of him stepping on there and, and us getting into it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so then thanks d we just went back you know this week and again we re reunited <laughs> at 11 <laughs> <laughs> Eight years
0: did, he, he, did he, he remember talk about it yeah so when, nah, when he we ste- didn't talk about he it stepped on it like was it cool or what w- was it like afterwards he's like why the fuck did you
2: play no because that, that was like the third song that he did not want you know in, or not in that order you know he yeah, was, yeah, yeah. he had something else but do i kept telling i probably had four people that night tell me they were 50's manager and be like uh, change it up do this do this so now i learned this time there's this guy star so i talked to him beforehand i go look man you tell me what it is i want you to actually send me uh, a, a text and an email so i got it on paper yeah so, so that this is legit this is what you fucking told me you know so i did that and then i was at the fountain blue working on it getting them all ready and shit like that and um and uh you know getting cue points and stuff and my friend's wife was there and she was like wanting us to go hang out and drink and stuff and she like tried to push my laptop down i go what the fuck is wrong i just looked at her yeah i go you're being a fucking bitch (laughs) because she's been she was poking at me and i was on my headphones in the middle of fountain blue and they're there and she's like sitting there waiting and i was like yo dude and i I told him i was like look i don't want to hang out your wife ever again man and she's not invited back to any more parties because that's i gotta get myself ready i go i'm sorry i'm not entertaining you right now but i have to get this ready for tonight it's you know it's 1 a.m we're going on in two hours they just sent me over the list right now, I gotta get this shit ready, and she's like, went to party and drink and do shots, and I'm like, yo dude, that's, I gotta, at, the, at the end of the day, the, the show is the more important, you know? Mm-hmm. So you do have to take that serious, especially did, with the entertainers. Did 50 remember you? Um, I don't know, we didn't get to talk beforehand on this nah. one. <laughs> he came in, was in front of me, and I was playing for about one hour, you know, I was just dropping some songs for him, cause waiting for him to go on, then he finally went up, and I did every song for him, and it was smooth though, no problems.
0: He's Always been really cool, but I thought that video was funny, man. Because oh, yeah, it was like it just ended right, like it was just like a like literally, like I don't know how long, maybe 15 seconds. Yeah. The mm-hmm. video was, mm-hmm. yeah, but it looked like y'all were like about to brawl.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it looked. <laughs> I, th- I thought we were for a second too. What was it? The I get, get, like I, it was
3: I get Money, you were playing uh, I Get Money on that one, I think. So, the yeah. I get money v yeah, yeah,
2: and I was uh, we were we gonna things up. up, yeah. No, I was like uh, at JD, I think, uh, on there. But it was just you know different versions and and I said we went back on for forty five minutes after that That's it was all fine but it looked cooler online than what it would have was you know
0: it's funny when that video came out there was like a bunch of other videos of DJs just getting like kind of fucked with by performers yeah right? oh yeah because there was like the Travis Scott one yeah mm-hmm. Remember I had so you-
2: many DJs hit up hit me up and tell me their stories you know like they're like yo dude I had this happen with this right. guy and this guy this guy you know it just that happened to be you know every cell phones were out or whatever but I said it was fun it was it actually I liked it.
0: I, th- I think when I was with 50, it was at Dre's, and I was DJing for him, and I was like, what's the set list? And they were, and I think he was just like, play whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> so, like, we was, I remember we was going, and, like, I was just doing quick mixes. So, like, I was doing, like, a verse, a chorus, and then I just switched it up. Uh-huh. And he was just flowing with the shit, and it was, like, it was fun. Yeah. And then I think I dropped, because I think, mm-hmm. what's his show, Power? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Power. So, like, it just started, like, really blowing up. Uh-huh. So I downloaded that song and I'm like, yo he's gonna perform that it was like it was like right at the like right at the start of it bubbling yeah so like people kind of recognized it but when I dropped it he looked at me like I was crazy <laughs> because he was like, yo like I'm not performing like people don't know this shit like, yeah, yeah yeah but then everyone started cheering and he was like shocked <laughs> he was <laughs> like oh shit <laughs> and then he performed it and then like I think we kept going. And I saw him kind of like winding down, and I think I played Window Shopper. Uh-huh. And I think this is right around the time when he announced he was going bankrupt or some shit. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he kind of looked at me, he's like, nah. And then he just like stopped performing.
2: We did both of them this weekend. We you did, did? We did both those, Window Shopper and, uh, did. and Big Time this weekend.
0: Because <laughs> yeah, it was like right when he was like, like he's declaring bankruptcy or some shit, to just <laughs> like he, to get out of a lawsuit. I don't know what the hell was going on at the time. Yeah, And he went back, he's like, man, I never performed that power shit. So you might have been the spark. Yeah,
3: you yeah. started. You started.
0: It was like, man, I never performed that power. Now I had to shit.
2: download that shit because of, he, you perform- <laughs> <lot> of you now. Thanks
3: a lot. He performs that everywhere now. Yeah. You owe I mean, me it's a- like one of
2: his biggest records. You owe <laughs> me
1: twenty
0: nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but at that, the song is way bigger now. That's <laughs> his yeah. last big record. Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the song's way big, but back then it was kind of like a. a I was just like, fuck it, let me see what happens. Yeah. Shit, but it worked. was the dope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he was cool, man. He was
2: super cool. We did 12 songs, but there was like. It was just the the intro, you know, verse, hook, out, and you yeah. could tell by the end he was like winded. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was he, he was winded,
0: man. You could tell he was like tired. He even looked at me when just I kept sixteen minutes. When, when was, I kept dropping bangers, he kind of um, looked at me like, "Yo, man, I even know to
1: <laughs> slow down, DJ. Come I need on, some man. vitamin
3: water." Yeah, yeah, just when he was a little heavier, too, he was just like, yo, like, you, <laughs> you stopped taking the shirt off at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he, he
0: just looked at me, and by the window shut, he's like, yo, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. It's too much. Easy, yeah. easy. That's funny, man. Yeah. Did, that, did that affect anything with you when it happened, or was it, you, you had to feel like, it's frustrating, right, because no one knows the full story.
2: Oh, yeah, but I you know a couple of people reached out to me that had their own stories and stuff, but then yeah. I just explained to them what happened, they're like, yeah, but it was, it was like I said, there's no bad press. So it was awesome when it went oh, yeah. around. Like, I was getting people, and everybody understood, you know. I said, That's why he, I don't think he doesn't have a DJ on purpose because he's like c- kind of neurotic. He changes shit all the time and likes to mm-hmm. fuck with DJs. He likes to do that stuff. So that's why he doesn't have a tour DJ with him that knows the set and does it every night.
0: I feel like people are so fucking, they always blame the DJ, right? It's, oh, it's, it's, it's easy. a it's scapegoat. Yeah. Easy scapegoat. It's, I mean, yeah. It's like whenever I remember like talking with homies, like, we would even have conversations. Like, you never want to be the DJ for a grand opening of a club no
1: nope it's like that's like the it's like a, a curse. <laughs> curse it's a curse it's like
2: it's the it's the construction curse for me man every time i do a grand opening i'm like i don't even want to do this because they won't open on time and then they'll be like oh let's push it back one week or two but i'm booked out three months in advance i can't right, just, right. i can't just go two weeks later so i miss those shows all the time like oh we'll get you back uh what by paying me double because i'm out this saturday night now you know yeah. So I don't ever do grand openings anymore, Harley. And that's what happened. We talked about earlier with Greenlight Social. I was supposed to do my birthday there. Had to move it over to Austin last minute. And I think almost everybody, every club opening right now, has been you know pushed back months. Yeah, yeah. So I don't yeah. do anything right now. Anybody tells me grand opening, I'm like, no, nah, grand closing. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I remember.
0: I, <laughs> I remember I had like a I had a November or December date and it got pushed to like February or whatever the fuck. Cause yeah. Construction wasn't ready. Yep. No, but I'm talking about like Vegas clubs,
2: like some well, grand like, openings. Yeah, in Vegas, they grand happen openings, on time, but
0: but it's like they're they're figuring shit out. So if something's not right, oh yeah, they they, they, they change the DJ. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, they blame the DJ. They, they blame the DJ. So if like if and
3: you like, won't go back. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it could be promotions, it could be marketing, it could be like all kinds of <laughs> shit that's wrong, but if like the vibe
3: isn't right or something's like- That's the easiest these, thing to point the finger at. Yeah, they right like- this happened with obi
2: One, didn't it, over at uh, Excess when they first opened. I remember he was playing there and he played like uh, Bring Them Out and they like f- freaked out and got yeah, pissed I've, off. Yeah, I heard about you that. you serious? I, yeah, they, they got so mad at him for that. Then I played like a week after and they were like, we want all house music and nothing over a year old. That's, that was my set. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. And Dave Fogg was there. Create was there. And he was like, yeah, that's what they want. That's what Victor wants. He wants all house and nothing over a year old. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do for like two hours? You know, like <laughs> you <laughs> give me that. And I remember like even like I did about almost two hours. And then Dave came back. And was like, I'm going to play some songs. That's cool. And he's like, here's your uh, w- W9 shit. And I was like, fuck you guys. I don't want it. So I, I said, I don't want the money. I pushed it back. I said, I'm not feeling nothing. Now that I'm out of here. Dipped out, never played there again for like two or three years. Really? Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> I just told him, keep your money. I don't care. This is such a stupid idea. Like, having, telling a DJ to play, you know, all 128 at this club, you know, one at house and then nothing over a year old. So, like, even like, you know, good tracks that were over a year old, no, don't play it. They were like freaking out. And Jesse and Sy both had hit me up that night and like all of them, all of them reached out to me. But it would happen because of playing like Bring them Out or something. But he
0: played when it was first opened. And like you said,
2: got, you know, got nixed.
0: It's it's interesting, though, like I remember when that happened and that was hitting Las Vegas and everyone was talking about it. But in the end, it's kind of like they had a certain they wanted to, like, generate a new sound and they actually ended up doing it. You know, Yeah, they did for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of understand what they're saying, but there was a time when everywhere sounded the same, though. Yeah, You know what I mean? So like it, it kind of you needed some like type of you just needed, David
2: Guetta everywhere that for a minute there, but everyone was playing
0: like be faithful and 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 like bring all them like out that everywhere yeah, yeah. like DMX. Every, it was just like everywhere it was everyone was doing the same.
3: <laughs> all thing. the buckle breaks, all yeah, <laughs> yeah, vices yeah, yeah. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> When you ended up going back, was that something that had to be addressed, or you
2: just kind of just like let no, it go? It just when it by that time it was back to like Jesse brought me back in and it was good open format the same stuff i'd play like a wet republic and omni or wherever else you know by that time it had you know he had had vice come back there a couple of times and play some open format sets and everything was like fine then you know yeah just let us go what we wanted to but for a while when victor was involved it was definitely he he said you know i want this idea and it didn't work out very good you know
0: yeah so uh so you've been through like i mean you you've been through like when I I moved here in 2005, Never you moved here in 2003? 2003, yeah. So y- you started DJing around 2003. Yeah, right
2: around when you guys were coming. So
0: when we were coming in yeah. and stuff like that. So you kind of saw like... Everything. I remember
2: playing with you over at... Uh, I'd always find your, your keys off your laptop. You would play over <laughs> it.
1: Holy shit. <laughs>
2: you you would play a Taboo. Cocaine. You would play... <laughs> Yeah, okay. about eight keys left on your laptop. That's about all you had left. I Q, just, <laughs> Q, Z. That's, <laughs> the one. that's probably all the ones you had left. <laughs> I'd always find his in the DJ booth. There, taboo. I'd find the keys off the damn off of the off his eye iP- his
0: MacBook. <laughs> so he's talking, about, cool. he's talking about the keys off the keyboard. Because yeah, I the Q points. I was he's hitting it so points. hard, pop,
2: flying yeah. off like popcorn and shit. The so eight, was, eight is yeah. missing. I was like, so yeah, the six I, and the one are missing. <laughs> I
0: hit yeah, six and the one always always oh, break. Like, and then the air horn, which is like Z, right Z, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Z <laughs> would always break. Dude, I'm
4: looking at this laptop right now. One and 3 and Z are all fucked up
5: I mean, <laughs> Damn,
0: you
1: still do that man I mean,
4: they're, they're, crack.
0: they're, they're cracked they're, yeah, they're cracked they go through like one laptop on a year and put his finger all the way through to the, to the I, I used to like uh, I used to cool. buy like the keys yeah. so, just, like, just to have backup yeah so I was like I break them and I <laughs> putting it back on I got the keys 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 you're real it's true though I mean at some, sometimes they would like you know when there's no key it's just like this white that little nub. it's like a nipple it's
2: a generic one it has no it's like like it just fits on. It don't have a number or letter or nothing on it. It's so just like, I'm,
0: I'm just like rubbing the nipple every time. <laughs> I'm hitting the and shit. It's like we're weird. Yeah, I don't do that. I try not to do that anymore. Do you still break um, faders? No, I used to. <laughs> yeah. I was crazy back in the day. I used to. Hanger <laughs> problems over it. here. Yeah, he, he got a insurance on them, man. No bah, sound. Bah. Sound guys used to hate it. I used to break. But you gotta admit though, breaking records like,
2: and breaking laptops.
0: I feel like they make shit better now. Like, yeah. it's a little sturdier. Uh, they should then, hire you to test them.
1: You're the only person that know that. Oh, <laughs> they, that poor, they're going to hire a favorite. crook to test them. <laughs> <laughs> we, got the new,
4: we got the new MacBook Pro. That's not true. That's not fair, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because,
0: no, fam, the way they used to make shit was, like, really flimsy. Like, the, the fucking fader tops would always fall off. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, that's true. To put, like, a little piece of napkin. Yeah, in there yeah come again. on, man. Yeah, yeah. Man. I, we used uh,
0: Starburst.
2: Yeah, used to put yeah, a Starburst yeah, right. on there, stick it on there, and use it.
0: <laughs> they make shit way better now. Come on, man. No, yeah. they do. And I, and I would never break like a rain, but then they would have the. You these did like, break a rain? What you talking about? Well, you broke no, a like a, rain? a <laughs> rain, an OG rain, like a fifty-six. No like way. Like the two, the two panel 57. one, the okay. two panel one with the knobs mm-hmm. Oh, the you rotary. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, you remember those? Yeah, the road yeah. Race, yeah. yeah, I remember the road yeah. those, yeah. I mean, times. honestly, that was the best sounding mixer I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. Really, the best sounding mixer. I never actually mm-hmm. played on one. It never fucking. It never like you couldn't. <laughs> you couldn't go too loud. Mm-hmm. You never heard it distort. Yeah, it was just amazing. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was a beautiful fucking mixer. Yeah. Uh, but I never broke those. But I would like the fucking <laughs> when they had like fifty six, like a fifty six or fifty seven in the club. Those were the worst. The range. You've broken a pioneer before. For sure. I mean, nine yeah. hundred. The early ones. The early ones are kind of flimsy. <laughs> <laughs> the early ones are flimsy, man. but the ones that that are now, like, they're a little, you know, yeah, crooked proof. They're crooked yeah. proof. Yeah.
1: You're not. Yeah. No, you're not as strong as you was back. <laughs> you don't <laughs> have that strength. Damn. That worked out, bro. They yeah. should be hurting me. I'd be
3: like, oh my god. They
4: make them so hard these days.
0: Band-aids.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. Anyway, enough about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you we used to spin a taboo mm-hmm. and yeah, rock uh, i used to do the rock box the rock box yeah and rock, even rock the con used to come out for that yeah time. i used to come out for that
2: yeah man i had a funny story about him i remember uh, we were playing and some some guy wanted him to play 50 cent in the club i think we were paying rock the gun like a thousand bucks to come out you know mm-hmm. and uh back then and uh he come out and the guy was like 100 bucks for in the club and i was next to him and i was like oh shit he'll, he'll play that for sure for 100 bucks you know i give it to him he's like nah man I'm like, what the hell? Hundred bucks for in the club? It's the one of the best songs out right now. You know, they're going to still to this day. This is what, 17 years ago, yeah, 15 yeah. years ago, 16 years ago. And then uh, he guy came back with like 300 for it, and I was like, all right, cool, I'll tell him now, and he'll probably take it. And he's like, no, 300. I was like, damn man, I and mean, that's a third year night. Wait, but I got a lot. Of re- I had a lot of respect for him for doing that. You know, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I, I went that. on. I kept the 300 bucks. Went on, and played it later, but
0: still. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> the commission <laughs> oh man so like when i moved out here you like you had just started and you started getting into the scene a little bit more mm-hmm. and how did you how did you meet how did you link up with z because i knew z from light group she was handling all the house acts and all the house events for light group at that time right yeah. z from uh, angel music group she's like mm-hmm. the queen of
4: house the queen of she house. is the queen you guys of. are that's like the, that's how I and know. i
0: remember moving out here and you're, you guys have like the same birthday party Hers is like two weeks after mine, so we kind of do a joint birthday party. But it was party. a it was a big thing to the yeah. point where I, yeah. I, I they were remember, big parties for sure. Yeah, like when I moved out here, I'm like, what is this shift? Why is everyone talking about this shift and Z birthday party? It was yeah, like we a did big it for thing. like
2: ten years. It's crazy. We'd bring mm. big DJs that didn't even want to play in America, then from out from Europe and stuff. Yeah. When I first started, I was a house DJ, mm. all, all house. When I first started, you know, I played some records like uh, you know, I said when I was learning, I was playing some hip hop records that I knew, but when I became actual. DJing at the time, like rehab parties and stuff like that, I did all house, and she likes house, the queen of house. So I would, she would did, give did me.
0: The, you, did you like house, or did you? Yeah,
2: I like the the energy, the build up and stuff of it. You know, at the time,
0: it was also like maybe when you're when you're first starting, it's like easier to mix. It's like or that didn't really matter. It no,
2: it didn't really matter to me on that one. It's just the fact that the build up. I like, I said, the energy that um, it's almost narcissistic. I like when people sing along or and the build up of it. You know, the, the I've always said for hip hop. Like you're probably your first. The best part of the song is that the, the songs that have a really good beat. That as soon as you drop it, that's gonna be your best reaction of that song for the whole song. You know, mm-hmm. they hear that, you know, the the kick and the drum. They're like everybody's like, hands up real quick, and then they just start dancing with the girl or unless house.
0: Unless there's like a stellar. Line. Yeah, unless there's
2: a line that everybody knows or something like right, that. Right, right. You know, but if uh, other than that uh hip-hop normally that first beat is when you get the reaction for hip-hop right right but house you come in you get the vocals they sing then the build-up and it's kind of like uh like uh dancing for one dancing for dummies or something because it, it builds up they don't even have to think about it it just helps them progress up put their hands up and it drops they go crazy and then you do it two or three times you know or, or once every song if you're cutting it out as a dj but you the, the build-up and the energy is what i liked about it
0: I wonder if that's it's a it's a interesting take on that. I I, I wonder if that's why house is so universal because
3: you don't have to really know how to dance. And You know, I think it about tells it, right? you what to do basically without. And I never telling. really thought about that and said it like it. it the progression is natural for you, yeah. so you kind of mm-hmm. know when to go crazy, mm-hmm. off, based off of that build up, and right? Walks yeah, you and it right. helps you. Yeah, like, it walks you through it almost. Whereas, like if if
0: you're like if you don't know shit and you're hearing a hip hop song, you're gonna do your best like hip hop impression. Right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> like yeah, like this is the, this is hip hop and this is how you dance. To yeah, hip-hop. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That one. Whereas,
4: laughs> Or like house, to do this. yeah.
0: <laughs> where a house you can like it just builds up and then you can just yeah. wild the and it's fuck constant out. In like end. you
2: said, it takes you right through the through the whole thing.
0: Yeah, interesting take. All right, so you were doing rehab and you linked up with Z there. No, I was just doing events. Uh She would have me
2: do some of her house events. Where I'd open up for guys like when she first started bringing around uh Deep Dish and those guys like right. that. Oh, and, Deep uh, Dish! Wow. There was a uh, Fetty LeGrand, Tiesto, and all those guys. I used to open up for them. So.
0: They were killing it for the grand. Man. Oh, yeah. Killing yeah. it back Put your then. hands up for yeah. every
2: yep. city in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah every <laughs> city makes their own tag. Yep.
1: <laughs> Put your hands it's up for, for Las Detroit. Vegas. For Detroit. It was for Detroit, yeah, right? Yeah, so, that was and, the it went,
0: and then it became for New York, for Miami, for,
3: for, for Las, Las Vegas. Angeles. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Henderson
0: got one in there. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I for some reason, was Z from Ice too? Yeah. Or, yeah.
2: Yeah, I played over for there. For some reason,
0: I thought you linked up it from Ice with her.
2: Yeah, I was over there doing some events and stuff. I, we you did. We were all working for Neil Moffat over there.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So, I have some questions about Ice. Okay. When <laughs> when did Ice open? I don't even know. Mm. Two thousand. Because
2: it was a drink before. Two
3: thousand
2: four. It used to be the drink, which was a big club in the in the late nineties.
3: Oh, and I it, heard about that club. But the was, funny yeah, thing yeah. is, it's if you go, it's still there.
1: Yeah, like it's a, like, it's like a ghost town. Crazy. It's Like
3: nothing's changed. Yeah, it's, it's whenever like, I drive like by, like eerie. And I'm like, "Why is this building still standing? It's still there it? yeah. with the sign." It's, it's like Erie It's right next to Top it's, Golf. It's, yeah, right, right? across diagonal between that golf. and Hard Rock.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. I know. and it's gated up. But yeah. it's uh, literally the last time it was open was I think All Star Weekend NBA 2007. Yeah, it was the last time it was open. It's literally been 15 years. There's like
0: a crazy. Have they ever done a documentary on
3: that? Well, they no, but they did have a reality show. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they did that. With uh, with Ryan Clausen and
1: um, the chick from LA, she Derek was, was on she was there. Working and there and Corey Um, she she was from New York. The promoter, you know her.
2: Yeah, Josh D was on it.
1: Uh, oh, he was.
2: Yeah, Josh D and Z and yeah. Mike Snediger were
0: all there. Oh man, yeah, Mike Snediger, Z. Mm-hmm. Um, she's
1: in L.A. She's, in, she's Allison, from New York. Allison Allison, Allison, Allison Melenic. Melenic. Yes, she was working there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. She, really. Yeah. I always thought she was like kind of like a cool like hip-hop yeah, a promoter. Like, yeah, but she used to bring um, AM and um and Mark Ronson. Oh, but she's originally from New, New York. York. Yeah, she used to work, I didn't know that. She used to work with me at um Jet 19. Oh, she, she used To shit, be the really? host. Yeah. Oh, shit. Crazy. So then she ended up in LA. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm.
2: I did a show there with AM once. It was about as a buyout for like LG uh, for their electronics and stuff. during sure, like CES maybe? Yeah, at, it was at something ice? like that. Yeah. In ice? They brought in Semi trucks full of like all the furniture and stuff. They had uh, who was the band? Like Counting Crows or something like that. And A M. Me- yeah, was it, <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird. It was me, me, then A M. Then the then the the band. Yeah.
1: Wait, wait. So
0: when did Ice open?
1: I'm saying like 2004. 2004,
2: yeah, right around there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: When you first really? Got it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I thought it opened. Wait. So wait, when I moved to Vegas, it seemed like it was done. It was. T- I, it only lasted a year, right? You know. So it, two years.
2: It, it probably was there three. Well, at least 2003 i think and then it yeah. went to like seven so four or five years something like that mm-hmm.
1: really
3: but it yeah. kind of like died down after the first I think two years. as soon as like tau opened and then pure came along it was just like
0: because i moved here the, you know at know the end I mean? of 2005 mm-hmm. and yeah. at that point the biggest club was like tau tau opened tau trist, or, trist right trist, trist, that pure that open yep pure, pure yeah and
3: you still had rain you still had
2: body english was then yeah, body, body english right. was like sundays. sundays yeah the
3: sunday's Sunday untouchable yeah, right
0: yeah and then you had Light, right, obviously. And, and then Jet, Jet had just Jet, up Jet just, just did the Mondays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Ice was, I was like, what is this Ice thing? And it felt like when I moved out here that Ice was like already five years old. But it was It <laughs> It was felt too- like it, but it had
1: died down by then. Wow. Yeah. The hype. But it, but it was kind of like- It I was remember. all real
2: house DJs there too. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. like getting like Armin Van Buren stuff and like- uh, Exactly. Christopher Lawrence. And-, and it was
0: it was weird because it was like during this time- well, I, I can only speak for the light group. It was like all they wanted was hip hop and rock. Mm-hmm. So, like, even when I played, I remember my tryout, I played some house. I was playing like Bob Sinclair. <laughs> and, well, shit. Hold on, yeah. and then yeah. they were like, and like uh, Love Generate, they were like, and I played like, you know, Daft Punk and shit. Mm-hmm. They were like running to the booth, like, yo, why are you playing house? Yeah. Like, only rock and hip hop.
3: Mm-hmm. But
0: then the crowd was going crazy, so they just let it go. Uh huh. But I remember it was like there was house was like in a side room because when they opened Jet, it was like Z was promoting for like this side this small side room and it was like house and it was like mm-hmm. I remember back then like Cascade was in the yeah side she, had, room. she had big Tiesto, DJs in there Tiesto
1: was back yeah, there she yeah.
0: Yeah, had these big ass DJs who playing were in the doing little like room these arenas I'm mm-hmm. in the I'm like I'm in the main room and then Tiesto's in the side room that's
1: crazy
2: doing that was, house I think that <laughs> was a Sean Christie move. I think Sean Christie was trying to change it over from yeah, there, yeah. you know.
0: But, that's, but it, a lot of you, spots it, was like that, though. It was because it was like mm-hmm. house was just it was just changing. It was like mm-hmm. the, it was maybe like at that time Paul Okenfo was the biggest DJ, right? At the yeah, time,
1: yeah. Uh-huh. Be, uh huh. I remember in Miami, I was doing um, what's the conference? The winter music. I was yeah. doing winter music. Like Light Group had, they did a party out there, and they, had, they did that mint, and, and I was doing a big room, and um, Peter Tong was doing a small room, and he got pissed at me. <laughs> He's like, yo, why is this dude, why is this guy DJ in the big room? And they got me in the small ass room. <laughs> and you're playing like bring him out or something. Playing, they're playing Biggie. <laughs> <Bring Him Out. laughs> playing hypnotize. <laughs> Junior Mafia. <laughs> that was a weird time. It when was, I look yeah. back, when
0: I think about it, it was fucking weird. Yeah. So then, wait, all right. So then ice. So you were you, you were DJing like just one offs in ice and stuff like yeah. that. And then you met, you, but you knew Z from rehab and everything. Just
2: like I said, we just became friends. Yeah, yeah, We'd yeah. go around to Winter Music Conference. We'd always hang out out there and stuff like that. And I'd play some of the parties for her. You know, she could put me on before. Swedish house mafia guys that when they were, she was booking them way before all that stuff, you know,
0: yeah. you guys must have some great stories. You know? uh, <laughs> that's a whole
2: nother podcast.
0: It's, I know. Like, <laughs> I got to have both of y'all on together. <laughs> I, <right>? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to have her on and then I got to have both of y'all on together. Yeah. Maybe like a birthday edition for, for y'all. So then, yeah, I remember you guys had the big birthdays. And uh, you were a resident, yeah. Wet Republic we used to do together. Yep. Wet. And, and I stopped getting booked there because I was just like, I don't. I think I was just getting in trouble. <laughs> I was like traders <laughs> and shit. <laughs> no, I was yeah. like, I was having run-ins with like the celebrity hosts and shit. Like, I think one of the, oh, god, one of the girls from the OC, like, like I, she got into it with me, and then like, uh, who's the guy from Fallout Boy? Pete Wentz. Pete Wentz,
2: yeah, uh-huh. he was out there. He one into
0: He got into it with me. And like a whole Twitter (laughs) war started. All these DJs started attacking him. (laughs) And I think they were just like, I think we're good. Oh, you know, there was the big thing is that they wanted only clean edits. Yeah, too. And then I didn't have the clean edits. (laughs) Yeah. And I think one of the execs walked in and I was playing like Kaya or something. Like I pop this pussy like this <laughs> and then Alex Cordova was like, Yo, what the fuck? And he like ran, he's like, clean edits, clean edits. And I was like, Oh fuck.
2: Yeah, because that area outside of Wet Republic, they have like a lazy river there and families, and those speakers play what's inside of Wet.
0: Yeah, it's a kiddie pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're pop that pussy? Oh, do you still play at Wet Republic? Yeah, I'm still there you every did Friday. Last week, yeah. right? That's crazy. Bro,
4: he just get that video, the Bad Bunny video. That was at Wet Republic. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Another viral video. Oh, yeah. yeah, man
0: so like uh, there's a video that's, uh, there's like obviously a chick she's trying to blow it up she's like she's doing the phone oh the, yeah holding right. the phone up <laughs> I hate
2: that but then it's she, only Bad Bunny you never see nothing else. you don't even see Drake nothing it's only Bad Bunny I thought for a while he was like paying people to do this or something it was like a, like a, a, a challenge or something yeah, yeah. every single phone that ever gets put up through the night only says Bad Bunny there's nothing else and, then, and
0: then she made a video like I tried to I, tried, I requested Bad Bunny and he wouldn't play Bad yeah, she Bunny yeah kept, they
2: kept coming up there were like four of them there's two guys and her, and they kept coming up to the front, and they kept putting up there. And I said, finally, go, I'm not gonna fucking play it. If you put it on your phone, I'm not gonna play it. And then one guy came up. Then I came a little bit later. I go, look, if nobody puts a request for Bad Bunny for the next 15 minutes, I'll play one. Then one guy came up and put a Bad Bunny up. I go, and I shut the whole music off. I go, that guy right there just fucked it up for all of you right now. So no more Bad Bunny. And then I, she went on there and went no
1: Bad Bunny. <laughs> then she went bunny.
2: on there and she goes, this guy said he'll never play Bad Bunny, and like it got like 3,000 comments, the viral one, and like. Cause it was post- 95% of them were like, yo, good for the DJ. Good for him. fuck <laughs> really? you," yeah, yeah. And then like a couple of them were like, I'll oh, cancel him. But like stupid asses, you know, but it was, it was like posting on like a reggaeton. Like yeah. I, I, there right before, was a, right? there was another big one that did it first. I can't remember what it was. And then uh little John sent it to me. And then, uh, who was the, um, he sent it to my brother too. <laughs> and then, uh, some it went on one of the other ones that you sent it to me on that one. It was like, uh,
0: yeah it was like some reggaeton instagram it was, something
2: it's crazy like yeah. Costa Ricans or something what was it? our Puerto Rican website or oh yeah one yeah, of yeah.
0: those probably more Puerto Rican than Costa yeah. Rican yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> there the, was the, something <laughs> Rican some the weekend. Rican is <laughs> the, is a, the weekend, Rican Rican th- I know it's something Rican right yeah. the relation is a Rican uh yeah yeah no it was I, I think but on that side there were people were going at you like it was racism or something like, like there's some stupid people saying stupid shit. yeah I
2: don't know but I said I, I looked at a couple of them just for funny but most like, almost all of them were like good for him. Yeah, <laughs> that one he
4: anyway. Yeah, the one I saw, it was like, yo, he's not supposed to be playing whatever you want. Like, yeah. it's his job to play what he <laughs> needs to play.
2: I went back on a. Uh, uh, I went back on about 30 minutes later and played like five Bad Bunny in a row. Just to mess with <laughs> them. And they were going crazy. She actually, the girl, uh, her, next, her next one was like, oh, my God, he played like all his Bad Bunny. But nobody posted that one. You know, that was yeah, the 45. Of, of course not. But I played like five in a row on purpose. Just knocked them out. It's
0: like the story of your viral life. Like they're right. only showing like these oh, yeah. the bad. moments.
4: It's all about editing. We'll see how this comes out. <laughs> fuck but me So wait, your younger brother is a DJ
0: too. Stretch. Yeah. DJ Stretch, yeah. DJ Stretch. So mm-hmm. like what how old, how much younger is he like? He's uh, 7 years younger than me. 7 years? Yeah. And obviously he just sees his older brother and then following in your footsteps kind of. I think when he was like about 18,
2: I took him to his for his 18th birthday. I rented he like Mustangs. So I rented a Mustang for him. Got some beers and stuff. He's 18 years old. Took him out to like strip club the little darlings and his girlfriend at the time just popped up there and she's like oh what are you guys doing here and she, i was like bitch like you know what we were bringing here, here tonight <laughs> yeah we she was 19 and she was like oh yeah we just happened to be here tonight and i was like come on man i used to work there i was a valet there and uh, when i was like 18 years old and that's a different story but um, uh, i want to hear that too. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> I it right? just, but so i took him there and uh and we were hanging out, and I was like, She came, just popped up, you because, know, like she's checking on him and stuff. So I was like, all right, cool. All my boys were there. Everybody bought him a dance real quick, gave him a couple beers, and we dipped out the back and we went to I took him to uh body english. He was eighteen eighteen. <laughs> just walked him in there. Shit. And then we had him on the dance floor, and uh that we had like a table on the dance floor on a Saturday night, partying up and stuff like that. And I think he just kinda he got bit by the lifestyle.
0: He liked it. He liked it. Yeah. So, and then what was, what do you think was his first time like watching you DJ in a spot?
2: Um, he got into a few spots before he was 21. He used to watch him and his best friend used to come in all the time. And that's when I was playing house. I remember he'd always be next to me. Like I'd be playing a song and he'd be like, you know what go good? This song. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, that would go good. But I'm like, fuck you, man. Don't tell me. (laughs) But I I was like, damn, he actually has it. He was in, he was only like 19, 20. And it's like, this is like uh, class remixes and stuff like Ride Like the Wind those right, kind right, of songs right, right, right. all those house tracks and stuff but he always had a really good ear for it I remember when he first started actually DJing, I used to get a lot of songs from him in the beginning because he was like downloading like he'd spend two or three hours a day every day oh, finding new, new shit yeah
4: we're on the same age group yeah for
2: sure man but he always had like a good ear for like house music and for other music and stuff yeah, especially house he's really good at that yeah yeah, yeah. I remember when, when uh, I was already DJing now for like you know seven or eight years or whatever and kind of getting a little little stale not not checking new music all the time and i just go to him like yo give me a jump drive give me some new stuff
0: so uh, i have a question so you guys are brothers you can't you went in it for the entertaining uh entertainment factor mm-hmm. like what do you think your brother did he was more the music you think
2: um yeah more the music for him for sure yeah, he's yeah. always been more into music than i was or i was always into in the rock and stuff like that but he listened to a lot but him and his best friend used to come and uh his best his best friend actually passed away, unfortunately, when, oh. they were, when he was really young. Mm. And uh, at the funeral, my brother announced he was going to become a DJ. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> was like, oh. They used to
2: come see me all the time. Yeah. But they would buy clothes. So they could come to clubs and stuff like that. I remember when, uh, when he passed away, his mom gave me this like nice jacket he'd bought to come out to the clubs and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And she was like, I want you to have it because he bought this to come see you. Sad so damn. it was kind <clears> of... <throat> It was like a little. It was it was nice, but like I said, at the funeral, my brother announced like mic dropped (laughs) that he's gonna become a DJ. Yeah. What what was your instant (laughs) feeling when you heard it? he was working in the hospital like in nuclear medicine and stuff? And then all of a sudden was like, I'm gonna become a DJ. Oh shit! (laughs) Mic dropped and walked off the (laughs) off the podium like. (laughs) And then my mom looks at
0: me and I'm like, oh, I'm like, shit, shit, here we go. What 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 was your interest What what was the first thing you thought?
2: Were you worried? No, no, because he had good music knowledge and I did. I knew I'd teach him right. You know, I I I uh, I was gonna. I made him learn on all vinyl and stuff. Bad Boy Bill sent us a bunch of records and stuff, so he can learn on vinyl. That's dope. And um, and just taught him, you know, how to beat count and stuff like that, and how to how to mix the right way and stuff like that. Not on Serato, not looking at the lines and shit like that. You know, because when I started, I was on vinyl for about three years, so I'm so glad I had those three years. You know, before I went to Serato, and a lot of kids nowadays they don't even know what that is. That you could never give them a, they would they would jump the song so far on a real record, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was nice to teach him. Uh, how to, you know, how to beat match and everything else, you know, on real vinyl for a while. And I let, I basically did, wouldn't help him
0: get any jobs or anything until I thought he was ready. Mm. So did you, um, did you have like a list of like, like, this is what you do and this is what you don't do? of like stay away from this don't do this don't do this yeah kind of you know i let him
2: do his own thing but i've kind of you know definitely given him pointers throughout the whole way
0: yeah i wanted to make sure he what, what, what's like <clears throat> what is, what's one of the main things that you wanted to make sure he didn't do or like he did just
2: that he wasn't my little brother i wanted to make sure he wasn't you know all oh, this is shift's little brother i want him to be his own name you know and yeah yeah i didn't want everybody to be like because i'm i got into dj not from music too so people already knew that about me that i was not for the music i was for the entertainment side of it and then him coming up as my little brother, I didn't want people to to fuck with him because of that, you know. So I had to make sure he was like taking a legit. He's the baby of the family too, so you know how it is. Either you have a younger brother or sister, sometimes they get stuff handed to them. Yeah. So I didn't want to hand him shit. I was I was rough on him in the beginning, you know, making sure that that he was ready for it, you know. And the, and the nice the the whole lifestyle around DJing is not the easiest lifestyle.
0: You want to make sure that he earned it. Literally. Yeah, yeah, and, then, it for and sure. but not more importantly that everyone. Saw that he earned it. Yeah. Right, right. I wanted right. to make sure everybody knew that he he earned it himself. Everybody's like, oh, you taught him good. I'm like, I didn't
2: teach him shit. You know, I gave him pointers. And then I'd say, you know, do this, do this. It's like homework. And then go home and practice it and come back, you know. And I'd let him play a little bit, like 15 minutes or something at Taboo. Yeah. let him try out a little bit, you know. And the next time, 30 minutes. And then 45, then an hour, you know, work your way up. Yeah. Uh, on his progression, I'd let him play more as he... Learned more about the skill of actually DJing.
0: So how long has he? How long has he been DJing for?
2: Shit, I mean, like I said, I, I've been twenty years now. So he was. Because I didn't really see
0: him start pop until maybe what five years ago or something. No, oh. I remember he had open for me at um, Hayes.
1: Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's yeah, been around yeah. for a minute. Oh shit!
0: I didn't. I didn't really start seeing him on bills till like maybe five years ago though. Yeah. He's been my for wrong? a minute. Really? Nah, he's been doing for
3: a while. Yeah. <clears throat> maybe 2013, 14. Really, I started like, like, like thirteen. Really yeah. Okay. 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 And mm-hmm. then, it, and it's funny because even at the time, I didn't realize he was his brother. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know what I mean. It was kind of cool to see him kind of come up, and then I was like, Oh shit, you're shift's brother. Like that yeah. kind of makes sense, but they kind of came up different in a way too. Like how I knew Shift and how I knew Stretch, it's like two different things. So like it kind of like is a testament to what he's saying about kind of like allowing him to come up on his own a little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 It's fu- it's funny. Do you think uh, who do you think is a better DJ?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know probably him you think
2: so yeah. he's got if better you, music knowledge than me for sure
1: if you, you.
2: but i've been playing more you know just so many different varieties of shows for so long right you know. like i said i jumped in the deep end right off the bat I, within within a year i was playing with like tiesto the first year i was djing from touching
3: did you have like a really him. big gig in kansas city with him uh with uh with tiesto or no I, not him um, um not was, kansas like, city i don't I don't know who was out in
2: Kansas City with I did something out there and one was but uh yeah, it was I did school. like rehab. That's where I met Scooter at too. Okay. I met Scooter novella They used to come out there and do these parties out there and yeah. I remember it was like six thousand people in front of us and Scooter just looks over at me and he goes, You're spit or mine and I'm like, What the fuck? And I'm I'm like, What? And he's like, You're spit or mine and he just takes takes my needle, licks it and puts it on. <laughs> 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 that's the first thing you ever said to me your spit or mine that sounds like scooter lick lick my needle stuck it on hop on <laughs> there you go <laughs> rehab was like one of your first um, residencies right yeah that was one of the biggest things that like helped me That I probably wouldn't be where I'm at right now without rehab for sure mm
0: that was such a mega. That was the that first was a time. That's crazy. That was the first like day party, pool party that changed yeah. the whole game. I don't think uh, like no. everyone talks about day parties. Like they talk about Encore Beach Club, Web Republic. Mm-hmm. Uh Web Republic was probably the next like <laughs> banger that like that the next like venue mm-hmm. that took the reins from. Um, rehab. rehab Yeah wet
2: yeah. came in 08 And yeah. rehab was like 03 uh, I think Is when it started
1: 03, Something like that yeah. That that had a reality show too As well right Yeah it did yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But rehab Just changed the game It was just oh, like man. For sure There would be no Wet Republic Encore Beach Club Or Tao Beach
2: No none of that yeah. It no was so bad. massive
0: Or Daylight there I think even no. when they They just closed it What uh year
2: before last And I think it's still A normal Sunday party Out there And that's how many How many years is that Oh, three to That was 17, 18 years. I think a normal Sunday was still like three or four hundred grand they were pulling in, wow. and they were like, "We're going to close it down now because it's not, not productive no more." You know, but they're still pulling in three or four hundred grand in six hours on a Sunday.
5: Really?
3: Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty. Insane. Was crazy.
0: That's insane, man.
3: Yeah, one of the illest Sunday parties I ever been to was when they um before Drake really blew up. I want to say I mean, he was already pretty big, but this was like twenty eleven summer. Was that Lil Wayne them? And all then, there? Yeah, yeah, and, and it was crazy. They were charging. I think three fifty for women, like five hundred for guys. And people were paying. Yeah. And I think you might have been there. I think deluxe was there. I think one, one time I was I, I was, I was playing on
2: there was it was Lil Wayne on the stage at one time was Lil Wayne, Tyga, uh P. Diddy was up there, Meek Mills was up there, uh Drake was up there, 50, no, not 50. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, was a, they were all on stage. And I was playing for them like, oh, my God. This was I like, was the right, only white person on stage. This was right when I'm on, when I'm on one came
0: out.
3: When <laughs> they didn't even have white security. <laughs> right, 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 the, right first, uh, the first
0: time you ever felt like a minority. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. I think I'm on one by Khaled had just dropped with uh, Drake and Rick Ross, and it was just insane, bro. Oh, my God. Crazy. Yeah, that stage. Man it used
2: to get crazy when it went, When they finally started playing hip hop, there <laughs> they just changed. It was di- <laughs> it was different,
0: man, for sure. Shift you, your OG man. Like, what do you think has, has changed the most in this city to you? Oof, for good and for bad. Let's do for good.
2: I don't and know, bad. man. I, I'm gonna plead the fifth on one of those. Yeah, yeah. One of them I don't want to. <laughs> you know I, is- I still got a couple years left to DJing, <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> no.
0: what, what do you think's changed the most in your opinion over the? over the last 20 years? God, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's not what it used to be, though.
2: It's ever, it used to be one, basically one club every night. Every, You know, Monday night was this club, Tuesday was this one, right. Wednesday was that one, that was it. That was, that was it, and then the weekends, everybody kind of had a free-for-all and went for it.
0: But but do you think that's because maybe there's like a...
2: It's no exclusivity anymore, too.
0: Well, I, I, what I was going to say is that there was one DJ for every night, so you knew what you were getting every yeah. night so it, yeah pure the end there i was doing yeah.
2: every tuesday and every saturday for like three years yeah. which is me but if it was you, know? you
0: it was like you or hollywood or so, like so mm-hmm. there was like one of three that three were just DJs steadily in rotation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but now there's so many djs so they like every every day and every week is different so the sound the identity of of a venue is like a little blurred like yeah. you don't know what you're gonna get you know yeah. what i'm saying
2: yeah it's just i don't know man music has changed a lot with it too yeah you know it goes on like a roller coaster ride it goes up and down you know between hip-hop and house and back and forth and then for a while it stayed up at that 128 because there was a crossover with david guetta and benny benassi and all those guys you know like that chris brown uh usher all of them nicki minaj so it stayed up at that for a while then it came back to hip-hop really hard but then as i said you have now it's it's a lot of the music changes all the time for sure but then now it's more the old dj booths when i played at 54 in the old days i was behind the bartenders behind the bottles i'd be looking through at like the gray goose bottles and shit at the dance floor you know mm-hmm. and then you started moving them forward am was one of the first people to help out with that was getting us when he got pure even pure as the dd was still in the corner it wasn't yeah. dead center when he got lax that's when he moved it to dead center but before a long time DJ booths were like you were unseen yeah you were just heard not seen. And then... Did you like that or did you like being seen? No, I like being seen for sure. Really? Yeah, I'm more, like I, said, I like the entertainment part of it. I don't like being behind it. You might, See, I, 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 I never like, did the... I like being unseen. Yeah. yeah. I like being in a corner. <laughs> you know what I mean? As long as they can't come ask me for a bad bunny, I'm good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, you, So wait, so... Not much has changed then to you, but you, but it's just harder. Like maybe throughout the week, like the uh, the industry nights kind of disappeared a little bit. Do you think?
2: Yeah, like I said, there used to be it was crews that came through. They they go all this club Monday night at Rum Jungle. They would all come see fifty
1: four Tuesday. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's go through that and in, our, in our heyday, right? Yeah. It
1: was it was Sundays at Body Body English. English. Body, Sunday yeah. was called but Sunday School. I, I, originally, yeah. it was Sunday Light. Like Sunday. It was at even night. Before
2: that was House of Blues was Sunday. It's mm-hmm. called Sin they started the original Sin Night at Service Industry Night.
0: I like this. I like this. Let's, <laughs> yeah. wait, 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 That's wait. right. Sin. Let's, Sin, yeah. Let's go through they give you a card. I like, let's go through every day of the week. All right. And then let's mention the epic parties for every day of the week for Las Vegas. Yeah. Right? Okay. In our history. Right? All right. All right So Sunday you got body English. Yes. Right. But then it was light before that. Yeah. And then before that it was House,
1: what? It was
2: House of Blues was House
1: of Blues. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
2: And the Who? bank did Sundays too for a while. I remember right. For a long time. Banked bank did sunday's the bank was popular. but that was like yeah. after
1: light yeah the light is bank so was light yeah. slash bank and yeah.
2: then and then more and body and vanity
0: and then what's the more recent dope sunday party these sundrays sundrays yeah, yeah. sunday's right the last one and then uh,
2: probably excess the excess they did night, night, they, night when they brought night's when the sunday's was yeah. good
3: right 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 yeah so those are probably the two now right like yeah, yeah. sundrays mm-hmm. and like it's yeah. yeah. nice for sure okay yeah.
0: and then now let's do monday Foundation Room. Foundation, Foundation Room, yeah. And Rum Jungle. Rum yep. Jungle. Rum Jungle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then, Foundation Room's legend. I remember that. Yeah.
2: That, that was our Rock crazy. Box Monday over at Taboo was Monday. Taboo. Too. Yeah.
0: And
3: then you had Jet, right? Jet, Jet, Jet Mondays. Mondays. Jet Mondays. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then Excess Mondays, which yes. don't exist Excess, anymore. Right? Yeah, they
3: moved right. it more Sunday. more Sunday. And that was to compete with Marquee Mondays. Marquee Mondays. Because yeah, they L- were L- killing L- it with LMFE. Yeah, those party rock parties. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And then they were like, we got to do something. I think they brought Diplo in. Yeah, on Mondays to compete, and then just fucking yep. blew off. Good memory. Right so that was excess. Like yeah. I was
4: gonna say, Marquee Mondays was a thing for Marquee. They
3: just stopped that now, When the two combined. They combined yeah. They gave it
2: to Jewel, and then they started doing Sundays, the Circus Party. And Monday oh, So the Monday now is Jewel. Jewel. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so now now that's Jewel. that's it,
0: right? That's from what we can think. And yeah. then that
2: Tuesdays was pure. If you want to go back Tuesday. far? Yeah, that was like skin at the at rain. They used to do a nighttime yes. pool party. Skin. Yeah. What was skin? What was skin? That? Was just the, the pool party at night, but Bumble. you didn't get in the water. You couldn't get in the water. <laughs> they wouldn't let you. So you had to you know, walked around the pool, and then you also had Tuesdays at um. At the end, they let you start getting in the water, but at first, you couldn't get in the water. Mean, was the pure,
0: pure was pure, Tuesday. Fifty oh, really?
2: four though. Fifty four was rain Tuesday. Oh, I really? thought yeah. yeah. they were Wednesdays. Nah, I Tuesdays. Wednesdays. Yeah, me. Yeah, when they first, when I was, I was like eighteen, sneaking in there. Tuesdays were. Insane. It was like pe- I'd come in there, and like me and uh, this guy, Brandon Grady, who's my best friend, we'd go there when we were like 18, 19, and we go. We knew people there, so we got in. We'd see girls in line, talk to them, go in, hang out for an hour, to come back, they're still in line. They had they hadn't gotten in <laughs> yet. Shit. It was
3: crazy. You know, Scene was a resident there. Yep. On fifty four on Tuesday. That's where right, did the two thousand? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the eighties or right. two two yeah. 80s or whatever it was. And and we, what was the club that came after Rain at the Palms? Uh, I can't think of Moon. Moon. That they had a moon. Tuesday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Got, moon. J
2: Rock. J Rock did a Tuesday for a while. Yeah. I remember seeing uh, during Pure
0: uh, DJP there, right? And he yeah. was still on vinyl. Still on yeah. vinyl. Yeah. he <laughs> <That's laughs> right.
2: there. We he used to do I, Taboo with us too. Yeah. Remember? Yeah.
0: I gotta say, man, Moon was one of like.
3: The weirdest clubs. <laughs> it was, yeah. And they had Playboy, was, and they had, they had the, and they, yo, they had Ghost they had, Bar. They had the retracting roof. Oh you know? yeah, that would yeah. open up. That yeah.
0: never retracted, right? I saw it a couple. <laughs> I it times
3: I've, I've seen a couple times. It. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. It was kind of ill. If it was like a really nice night and they did it, it was like perfect.
0: Yeah. And then oh, they had play. Yeah, the Playboy mm-hmm, Club.
3: Uh, yeah. Right under, but it was yeah. like more like for gaming and just Playboy
2: like there. And then over that was like Rottagon, and or not Rottagon, There was a Stone Rock and Stone man, Rock and and Graham. Graham. That was yeah. like their playground there, man. Those guys yeah. bounced all around that whole Ditch property. Friday, so yeah.
0: Dude, yeah. what a concept! Playboy yeah. Club, mm-hmm. oh my god, and Ghost then, Bar, and Moon in, yeah. and Rain.
3: Yeah, yeah. and
0: then uh, and the Palms just reopened, right? Yeah. it's reopening yeah. Yeah. this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, insane. That's crazy. There's such a history with that yeah. spot. I'm glad they're reopening, man. I they're doing it big. I, I think Lotto's over there. Yeah, yeah, this coming, well, uh, this, uh, this uh, weekend. Littles, yeah. 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 They're going to go big over there, huh? Yeah. Should be cool. All right, so then, all right, so that's Tuesdays. Right. Wednesdays. So, but now, Tuesday now is Omnia, right? Yeah. yeah that's the yeah. only spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so then now, Wednesdays. the um, most used to be Raw. Wednesdays. I'm trying to think. Raw yeah, nightclub had, uh, at Luxor.
3: Ghost Bar. Ghost Bar was good on Wednesdays. Was it? Because Dave Fogs oh, yes, used to do a party. Right. Yeah, that's right. I forgot what the name of his party, but he would bring in like a bunch of indie house, remember?
0: Wednesdays were always kind of weird, huh? It was
2: Luxor had yeah. Raw before LAX, yeah, and Raw Wednesdays were like it was called. Uh,
3: and then LAX used to pop on Wednesdays too, yeah. And then they came oh, that's back, right? Yeah, I think Gusto was the resident at. Uh, LAX. When Raw
2: went out, it did Thursdays on the way out. It went to Hip Hop Night, and then when they reopened LAX at Raw, they did Wednesdays again with uh, like me and Vice and AM yeah. and stuff.
0: Wait, how come I can't think of any epic Wednesdays Oh, and then You're I- One Oak, buddy.
2: Lavo, One Oak. Uh-huh. Oh
4: yeah, Lavo, Lavo yeah, yeah,
2: Lavo, old school Wednesday. Also, remember tangerine. Wednesdays. tangerine? Do you remember? Oh, Tangerine,
4: yeah, oh, Tangerine. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wednesdays was there yeah, yeah. I forgot and about then, that and then
0: it became uh, Christian Audige oh Christian Audige yeah. yeah dude that was
2: horrible
1: yeah. oh my god Tangerine
0: was popping though.
2: God I hated those shirts on stuff they look like look like me with my shirt off <laughs>
1: that's you Yeah,
2: I look like an Ed Hardy
0: with, with all, all of your tattoos yeah. were you Ed Hardy Christian Audige you were no nah, no nah, nah. no he didn't need to he had the tattoos I had it man I needed
2: to take my shirt off <laughs> That was Dave Christian, right? I think so. He was yeah, the yeah. resident there at Tangerine, and then over what, there, I
0: heard Karma for the first time. Yeah, yeah, mean, yeah. that was the first yeah. time I heard was, a Karma Casanova. and Casanova. Yeah. Nasty, Ca- yeah. Casanova. Yeah, Casanova was over yeah. there too.
1: Wow. Oh yeah, Tangerines. That was the epic, and we used to and go. Riz there. used to come and spin Riz, over there. Yeah, we, yeah, we, Riz, yeah. Riz would play yeah. that a lot. Yeah. yeah, used to do Tuesday at Pure. That's where I first met Riz. Yeah, Riz. Spider. That was one of his first times spinning in Vegas. He did tangerine. He was. rough He won that. the contest. Yeah, he was. He, he was won that Mark rough. Ronson contest. <laughs> yeah, I love you, Spider, but those
0: are the. He was super <laughs> rough. <laughs> he was rough. Cause he won that contest, and I remember I was in there, uh-huh. and then after we heard him, we were like, "Yo, I don't what con- <laughs> what contest did he win?" <laughs> 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 he's, he's nasty that,
3: though. now, though
0: he's crazy now. But back then it was just like <laughs> what contest he, did he I get? remember, because he used to always wear these these hoodies. Remember the all over print hoodies yeah
4: what oh they? yeah that's right uh, what, uh, the, the colorful rogue status
0: thing. no it was lrg or like uh trunk
1: fit it was it like was, a like purple what, a light purple dark
0: purple who had okay. like all these bright disgusting hoodies <laughs> I what mm, rogue status maybe rogue status was the one with the guns he would wear yeah. that yeah yeah rogue it was started. like whatever famous <laughs> robert <laughs> Diedrich, right right whatever deardick
4: Rob Rob <laughs> robin big <laughs> whatever yeah, that big. Motherfucker was wearing Young, yeah, he would wear those.
0: That's, that's <laughs> rogue status. Yeah, he theater. has like. Rogue status. Yeah, he would be like wearing these like all over print joints.
4: Yeah, rogue status.
0: <laughs> and I remember like when we heard him, we were just like, oh man, that's he's like he could scratch and he was nasty. He was dope, yeah, but the selection was like it was it was like I remember <laughs> yeah, like one of his songs was like a tipsy beat with the uh, aiko aiko on a. Your grandma. That wasn't bad, gra- I wasn't that bad. <laughs> come on, boy. <laughs> that was like, yo. Yeah. At <laughs> the time, <term> too. <laughs> I think we were just like, yeah, I, man. <laughs> I remember. Are these turns? Yes. This They're is their rogue status. Rogue status. Rogue status. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Rogue status. <laughs> but no, he's, come on, man. That was like the first time he was doing clubs, too. though. Yeah. <laughs> he was rough. He was rough. Mm-hmm. I remember
2: meeting was- him over at, um. They did a, what was that small room over at the Win. Uh, when they had LaBette there and stuff like that. They had a small little spot on the Oh, shit. Uh, I can't uh, remember the name of it now. I'm trying to figure it out. It was a, I played there before, like Cascade, LMFAO performing there. Yeah, you it know exactly tiny. what I'm talking about. The little small little
3: lounge. It was when they first
2: opened, they had LaBette. Yeah. And then it was Trist. But they had a small they had a small side room. I think Brandon Rogue was like one of the promoters. There when he became, like
1: that. Uh, not Blush. Uh, Blush. Oh, yeah.
2: Blush. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, where yeah, I met yeah, him at Blush. Yeah, there, you right. go, yeah. there you go. There you go. <laughs> Wait, Blush had a
0: Wednesday, right? That's where I met Spider. Blush Wednesday. Yeah, Blush Wednesdays. Yeah, yep. yeah. Blush wow. used to pop, too. Mm-hmm.
2: Blush. I, never so I was in there with Elm FAO. <laughs> they were standing on top of the bar, and it was they had in the speakers, and they were in the goddamn roof, like in your yeah, house. you know. Yeah. Like they're in the ceiling. They weren't like- That was,
3: that was, was Sean Christie's terrible. spot. Yeah. Sean Christie, yeah. First spot. That open. was his first spot. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That spot was popping, bro. Wait,
0: wait. What was the industry night for Surrender? Was it Wednesdays? Yeah, Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Yeah. It was. Because Always. when Blush closed, he moved that Wednesday to Surrender. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's such what a history. history.
2: Yeah. One Oak Wednesdays.
0: All our listeners are not yeah. going to give a fuck about this. <laughs>
2: We're <laughs> the <laughs> only ones enjoying They it. weren't even born. Was it <laughs> Taboo Wednesday? Uh, I think they did something like that for a while. And I remember uh, LAX did a Wednesday for a long time. Did Light
0: Group have a Wednesday? Did they? Yeah, yeah. One Oak. Well, Light Group well, was One Oak, one, yeah. One, yeah. One Oak. I, oh, I, One Oak Wednesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot but that, about that. That
3: came later, though, because wasn't One Oak initially on Tuesdays? I think they did do some a different day. Yeah, I think initially it was Tuesdays, and then it really? transitioned to Wednesday at some point. It was it Wednesday?
0: Yeah, but you but you're kind of right. No one does anything big on an industry night anymore. Yeah,
4: no, right? Well, like OTR, they, OTRs on Wednesdays. Yeah, OTR now they were now they, they did OTR Wednesdays Wednesday. for is it still Wednesdays or yeah still Wednesdays.
3: yeah. yeah. And then so, Encore Beach, yeah, night.
0: Encore yeah. Beach Club on Wednesdays now and Thursdays. Big, yeah. big Wednesday, and then there's the on the record. Yeah. Right? yeah, those are the two. Those are the two. Yeah. Wait, wait, so, let's go. So wait, Thursdays, towel? hands down, tap. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's still going. Be, it's still since, going. Two thousand five. Is that like, the longest running industry party? Mm-hmm. For <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Wow. And What's well, we'll, we'll Ohagan was doing Thursdays for a while,
2: right? They still are. I think they still are. Yeah, they they quit doing their Sundays. They were doing Sundays too. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And now they're just doing Thursday. So it's not there Thursday. Where else? There's, There's no. one
0: other spot right now. I feel like no one. Oh, ever, I think it's uh, Zook. Zook oh, Thursday. always yeah Zook. Yeah.
4: Yeah, oh, yeah, Zook is doing Thursdays. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But
3: no one's ever been able to to mess with Tao on Thursday. Nah, nah. No. 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 It's just the perfect storm, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the restaurant's sold out. Everyone goes, does their like industry parties there, birthday parties, mad groups of people doing dinner, it goes to the club after. And then Five was holding it down for what fifteen years every Thursday. <laughs> they just never they him. never
0: put his face on the fly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was just the little <laughs> Buddha, the little Buddha statue. That
3: wasn't and him. When he got there. <laughs> but then that goes back to what we were saying, right? Like it, that night just had such an identity. Yeah. With mm-hmm. the industry night in Five, it just it just worked.
2: Yeah, I met Jason when he first came to town. He, he when they were going to open, and he asked me to come in because I was doing rehab and pure and stuff. And he said, "Yeah, we're coming from New York." Came and. Uh, him and uh, andrew goldberg and then like we're gonna open this club up here and i met him like they were staying like a, a week-to-week rental place and i came and met him like we want you to come over we're gonna have girls in bathtubs with flower petals on their nipples and stuff and i was like in my head i'm like yeah yeah right you're not gonna do this shit. and then we opened up and they had girls yeah, in bathtubs and stuff. flowers and stuff and <laughs> they just been crushing it ever since man they but they brought they changed the game a lot i kind of think like before Tao. It was like you waited in line. Like I said, when I would go to fifty four, people would be still in line the same place almost. When I walked out two hours later, mm-hmm. and when Tao came in, they kind of started giving everybody stuff. You know, they would give a group of big girls, you know, a bottle, a comp bottle. I remember cause I was a promoter when I first started DJing there at Tao, and I used to promote around for other spots in town. And it was like you, you was like a gift if you got somebody on the list. It was like you had a, you know, you're not getting on the list. And then they started opening up just everything. They were more about qual, just quantity to get people in. You know, mm-hmm. they started filling clubs up. I think that's what the difference is now. If you want to ask, the real difference is it's not exclusive anymore. They just do everything to get people in. the old days, clubs had lines for hours, 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 hours on just regular resident DJs, you know, I mean, it, you, it was, me, yeah. any any four of us would be playing and people would probably not get in if they got in line after,
0: after 11 o'clock, you know but then there was a dress code. Yeah. You know, it was dress like code too. Dress code. I mean, yeah. yep. It was it was it was way yeah, you're right. It was way more exclusive. But they but they also as exclusive as it was, they took better care of locals oh, yeah. and they took better care yeah. of mystery people. Yeah. Like sure. now it's like I don't know, I don't know who to talk to and if you tell them what you do, they might not give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't give a fuck but you're going to just let the, you, don't, you know you know you know let these motherfuckers in like yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but I work we work it was just it's a little weird now Yeah. but yeah that, that's funny that um, back then and I'm, and the, the one thing I think it was also missing was there they were like more events so even if they couldn't afford a guest there was like some type of event right yeah. like i remember they did like stripper pole events and polo oh, Palooza polo Palooza. polo
2: polo yeah. was the one we used to do a bank Go the, the, the spray, the spray <laughs> guns and shit remember that one at bank Which one they had the all the all the plastic wrap everywhere. where you spraying everybody down and shit? in there. like, a, like a,
0: you ever do that? Are you talking about the gold uh, digger? The
2: gold, yeah. No, no, no. They would do one there where like it was like a like a water balloon and, and spray gun war in the middle of the club. They covered everything up with plastic wrap and shit. Oh shit, really? Yeah, it was
3: crazy, <laughs> man.
0: Yeah, the, in the club, I, they would just constantly. They were like, uh, let's do like this award or like, yeah. let's yeah.
3: celebrate all these girls. And then or, the, like, the trade shows were huge. Still, yeah, in that time yeah. too, between agenda magic, right? You don't see that all marketing that, anymore uh, though. No. Yeah. Adult film convention was stupid. Oh, that like was all big. The, that yeah. whole week would be crazy. CES, that whole week would be yeah. crazy. And yeah, big They lights.
2: just want to throw three hundred grand at a at a big house DJ now and stuff. You know, instead of trying to put a marketing
3: plan together now. Mm. So that that is the marketing plan yeah, now. That's it's just, just having, marketing plan. having the big the like DJ. But you know who's, who's doing who really good with
0: that is like excess, uh, the Win. Mm-hmm. How they yeah. have like all these like the art of the wild. That's a good yeah. one. And they have yeah. like different, like, kind of, they, they'll redesign everything. Mm-hmm. That's I think one that's, of Z's
2: parties. That Z, yeah, yeah, Z, of course.
0: And then, like, but I also, what I commend about Tao, like, being around for all this, for this many years, right? Over a decade or so. Like, almost two decades now. Two decades, now, yeah. They, they continuously redoing the club, they're yeah. updating it. Like, every year, there's like a new LED screen. Yeah. Or they like yeah. add something else, or they G- they change the DJ booth. Yeah. They are constantly like re-upgrading it, so that when you go there, it just it seems a little bit different. It's yeah. not like the same old fucking. Like block. now,
3: even you go to the entrance, there's a uh, escalator to the left that takes you directly up to Tal Beach. Mm. That was never there before. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's pretty ill. Tal Beach. I haven't been there yet, but I it, looks Ill. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> looks Ill. I haven't gone yet.
2: It looks
0: ill. I need a reason. Like yeah. I got to go there. But uh, yeah, I mean, fuck, man. All right, so we Thursdays I was just Tao, and then that's, that's yeah, it. Right? Tao Trist had a run. Yeah, yeah, Trist. That's, that's right. Trist yeah. had a big, a good run on Thursdays. That's right. Thursday mm-hmm. at Trist.
3: Yeah. Um, maybe Thursdays were
0: weird in Vegas, right? It was. They yeah, weren't
3: it not yeah, had a good on. run when they had Esco doing it for a little bit. That's on right. Thursdays, but that's it was.
2: Right. We used to do a, a night before the clubs took off. Right when I'm about pu- when, when Tao opened, all of us like me, Jimmy Greenup. Bob uh Schindler
0: oh, Jimmy. Jimmy Green of shot <laughs> Z <laughs>
2: we'd all dress up we do we called it tourist Thursdays and we go down on the strip buy ugly Vegas shirts and get the yards of margaritas and act like tourists run around look like fear and loathing outfits and shit and run up and down the strip and just play tourist. And we call it tourist Thursdays cuz there was nothing else going on Thursdays before then mm wow. now, that's that was like 18 years ago 19 years ago
0: <laughs> these guys are crazy <laughs> some some real white people <laughs> 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 Yo, I got a question. So when you were promoting, were you you were getting a cut for every table you bring in?
2: Yeah, and that's how it usually goes. You get a, uh, you already get paid per person.
0: Do you do that while you DJ too?
2: I when I first started, I was yeah. But I was now, getting two. I was getting two paychecks. I would open as a DJ or whatever, and I'd bring people in, and they would give me you know like four comp bottles for my people, and uh, like a stack of drink tickets, and I'd come in, I would get paid for that group, you know x amount of dollars for that for that, and then for my set for my opening set, you know x amount of dollars. Then, once I became a bigger DJ, I just left the promoting side of it behind. I've had a couple clubs, you know, want to give me, like, oh, if you book these tables, we'll give you a cut, like the host make a cut, you know? Right. But I don't want to deal with that shit, you know? I don't have time to deal with that.
0: It's a headache.
2: I'd rather just give it to the host. Yeah. And then give it to the host. I have all the clubs are like, why don't you give it to us? Because they don't want to pay the hosting, all the tables I bring in. I said, I'd rather still just give it to the host because. I, then he'll deal with the whole thing because I want my people to get in. If you go to the club, not to a host, they're going to be put like in the, in the BS line in the back. Take them two days to get in. At least the host will get them in right away for me because they're getting a cut of the money. Mm-hmm. So they get them in for me right away. And then if I ever have a problem or I got friends out front you know, or family or something like that, I call the host. They get them in right away because I, I give them my tables and they make money off that. Right, right, right. So I'd rather keep that, just give it to them instead of try to make a cut of it or, or whatever else, you know.
0: I remember like one of my, one of these dudes that I knew would come with me into like one of my gigs and I get like one to two comp bottles. I mean, like the clubs don't really like keep a tab. Like if the party's good now, yeah, they do now. <laughs> they do now huh? yeah. <laughs> like if the party's good and shit and it's popping, they'll just keep bringing bottles out. So I think what he was doing and I didn't know he was selling my bottle to his crowd. So he was like a promoter.
2: Yeah. I've had that happen a lot. You had that happen? I've had to kick a lot of people out from really? hanging out. Oh, yeah. So, like, I when I... When it they was would started, charge people to come in, like, 40 bucks a person, then walk them in with me, and they were taking that money and keeping it, never giving it to me or nothing or, like that.
0: Or what he would do is he would sell my bottle for $500. <laughs> Good Lord. So,
3: <laughs> Good he hustle. would
0: he would get 500, and then we'd get, like, uh, like, I don't know, I think we got, like, two bottles, and it was his people's, and I was drinking some of it, right? Yeah. Well, it was my bottle so i was drinking my bottle right so then i remember at the end of the night he gave me four hundred dollars
3: uh-huh
0: and i was like yo what is this and he's like your you know, cut you're, yeah he just said your cut and i was like yo like what do you mean and he's like i sold you a bottle to like the dudes like if you want to do it again we can run it again right back. <laughs> and i was like yo i was like stressing i was like yo i could get in trouble for this yeah. shit. like i don't i was yeah. like i was like you know he's like and i remember i was like back at the same spot he's like hey yo, I got these dudes, man, they want to get like, you know, one, two bottles. We could run it again. I was like, yo, man, like I was just like I, I can't do this, man. It's like too much pressure for that yeah, shit. I don't want no parts it is. this. I, I can't do that shit. But I mean, fuck. Did man. you take that four hundred though? I did take the four hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one and done. That's it. <laughs> I let you go. <laughs> I plead ignorance, you know what I mean? Ah, <laughs> I, never get I guess. <laughs> How did that feel during the pandemic when you weren't DJing and shit? And then it's just like everything closed. It's just like such a polar opposite, yeah, right?
2: Because I I do your like, lifestyle. I do probably at least two three hundred shows a year sometimes you know because i double up between pools and nightclubs and stuff like that yeah yeah so to have all that just ripped away from you and at one point i think i was, I was you know everybody had it i've been djing two or three hundred shows a year for 16 years or so it's a lot of shows you know you get kind of burnt out and i thought i was feeling a little bit burnt out a little bit and then when it got ripped away from me it like re-energized me it was like oh wow i missed this i can't like the fact that i can't do it anymore is like hey, i really want to do it you know so
0: is, you like we were talking. You did all of these businesses, like in just in case, yeah. like it didn't go back to normal, well, right? It, I you didn't d- 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 you didn't think it was going to go back to normal. I bought
2: you, a new house in in nineteen, right before it, like in December wow, nineteen. Yeah, yeah, that's and, then, scary. and we paid it off cash, like, and then all of a sudden, two months later, out of work, like, holy shit, that money that could have just paid that house off could have lasted me for fifteen years, you know. And I was like, oh, my God. But I still had, you know, a good amount of savings. My mom always taught me to save a lot and stuff, man, so I don't try to spend too much. I spend – I have a balance, you know, between my aunts and uncles spend too much, and my mom doesn't spend nothing. So I got a good balance of, uh, of living that. <laughs> Thank God for her. But I, you know, I remodeled, I cooked, hung out for the first year. Then year two, I remember the, the debates were going on. Biden's talking about, you know, if I get in – I'll shut the country down for like 100 days. And I was like, oh, man, if we don't get back. I'm good for one year to chill and spend money. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't prepared for another year. So I went out and started doing construction stuff on the side. And I was doing, I started a boat and jet ski rental company on yeah, the side yeah. doing stuff like that. Airbnb up in Utah. I got that. So they were all bringing in a little bit of money. I, my Airbnb we crushed it the first year of, of of uh, COVID because people couldn't fly around. So they were going to destinations like Airbnbs. So it did really good. So I knew in my head, I was like, there's two ways this can go. I'll buy boats and jet skis. Uh, if I can't DJ, there's families that'll come book it all the time. And I know what, you know, you could make a couple thousand dollars a day for a boat and stuff. So I was like, Oh, I can make money. So You know,
0: it's like a party boat, right? Yeah.
2: And so I knew I could make money off of doing that. And if we, opened the clubs back up and it went back to normal life. Then when I would do, I would just rent it out on the weekdays to all my friends would be back working too. The bus boys and waitresses and all that would be working. They'll rent it on the weekends. That's actually what happened. I did the first couple of weeks. Then we got back to DJing last year in March. And then after that, I was just going out once or twice a week with different clubs. Omnia would book it or Wet Republic would book it, the waitresses or birthday parties or whatever. And I was going out once or twice a week. And now that we're full time back, you know, I might focus on a few other things that was just an easy fix like i said the airbnb and that was something that if people could not travel and do stuff it would be an easy way to make money but now you know we're back djing full-time i don't have to do anymore
0: but it's still like a good business you just have to like sell it to somebody right
2: yeah well i mean i'm just gonna sell the stuff off i paid cash for it all you know so i put like right about 300 grand in toys out there, you know, so I can, and you can the cool part is right now you can sell everything for what you paid for it or more. There's a, there's a, yeah, there's a lack of things in the market, cars, everything right now, stuff that's two or three years old, you're yeah. selling for the same price you paid for it. And that never happens with toys. So I'm probably just going to dump it all and put that money into something else. It's you know?
0: crazy. There's no resources right now yeah. for anything. Nothing, man. I've never seen cars like cars actually Yeah, actually go up in value. Yeah. It's insane. Like, like a Honda Civic is going up in value. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. I think someone I know bought, like, a Lamborghini truck, and it's worth, like, 30% more. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. No, the, the G-Wagons, the uh, G-Class yeah, Mercedes SUVs, Yeah, yeah. yeah they shot over they're selling for, right like, now. 50, 60 over a sticker. Yep. It's insane. It's a, definitely a weird time, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I had an I RV that
2: was four years old, and I sold it for the same exact money I paid for it four years before. <laughs>
0: That's crazy. Yeah.
2: I didn't lose a dollar on it. And those yeah. things, like as soon as you buy them, they like, go down like half value. Like good luck know, trying to get a
3: pickup truck right now yeah. in the US. Like a Shhh, F-150. Come on, man. What do you, what do you think about?
0: What do you, <laughs> what do you guys <laughs> think about what's going on right now, though? Does it sound normal? Like all of this shit and everything? Sound I mean, no, no
2: bullshit, but. I mean, it's. <laughs> like all
0: the property values going up. It's uncharted territory, That's man. crazy. Like I was yeah. talking to somebody and they were saying they bought a house like in like last year and it went up $100,000. Mm-hmm. And in oh. Las Vegas?
2: <laughs> Mine went up a lot. The, yeah. That yeah. one I bought 19 went up uh, probably 60%. That's crazy. <laughs> in Unreal. two years. But is
0: it kind of scary? Because, you know, when something goes up so fast, yeah, well, you've you
2: got drops come down, you know? Yeah. Don't have to. It's like thinking when you're sitting there with the, you know, I got a million dollars in Bitcoin. Uh, no, you don't. Cause tomorrow could be <laughs> 40 grand, you know? You got to I mean, ride the now, waves.
4: Now it's halfway down. Yeah. It.
2: Bitcoin is ass right
4: now, Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a 26 it's ass. It's But That's right, what's the
2: same now. thing with the housing markets. you can't You can't bank on what you can sell for, you know? It's not until the day you sell it, that's what you have. Right, you right. You don't yeah. know what you have until you actually, somebody b- takes it off your hands. I'm telling you, the mm-hmm. dip, the big dip, the big
0: dipper is going to be 2024, man. You think so? That election the year new is going to yeah. That election year is going to be ass <laughs> fuck. <Yeah. laughs> I'm telling you right now. All the man. crazies are going to come out. The people that you didn't know were crazy are going to turn into crazies. And then they're going to be like on some real crazy shit, 2024. Yeah. It's going to be nuts. That's when I'm gonna have my money. Save right up, now. yeah. Get ready. <laughs> get ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna start buying yeah, some property. A, got two point, years right to save right up. <laughs> buy some property. I'll be like, oh yeah, like uh, yeah. There's some gun- like a there's, there's, line for you. Yeah, there's some gunshot damage on the side. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take the house though. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. The
0: backyard's a little burnt up, but it's okay. I'll take. Here's a hundred. Here's a hundred grand. Yeah. <laughs> Just fix it out. It's gonna be all out fucking war. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'm gonna be like, I'm dropping deposits down. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, every save up the next two years. Oh man Well hopefully I don't know We'll be okay by then Yeah, sure. yeah right? If not we, will, we want the new normal, we'll, we'll work for shift again Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: You're making another business And we'll all run the boats there we will we help, we'll help you run the, the party boat Yeah, yeah exactly. the Jet skis <laughs> <laughs> Teach never how to swim so <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man is there well, before we is there anything uh, we want to ask shift anything
1: <laughs> a lot of people don't know that you'd have you're not part of any type of agencies right you do everything yourself mm-hmm. and why is that just well you,
0: you've had agencies approach you right
1: yeah
2: and I've had a couple of them like friends of mine that I've let them like put my name on like if, like if it's like one event I'll give them like a a cut of that one event mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never been with like for the full agency just because I don't don't need to give somebody 20% or 10% or whatever it is, you know, and I like controlling mine. If I want to take a month off or if I want to do a show for $100 or 100 grand, I don't, I want to control what I'm doing, you know, but I put myself in that situation over the years of making those relationships and stuff like that. So not everybody can do it. You know, it's, it definitely, it's not for everybody. Some people, you know, sometimes I wish I had the team there because I'm doing so many other things right now that mm-hmm. I can use somebody doing that for me for sure. But I still like being in control of it, you know, figuring out, uh, what city I'm going to be in. I can bounce flights. I know where, what flights go to f- what cities from there easy. So I can, I'll call clubs and, you know, set up my schedule the way I want it, you know, instead of letting somebody else do it. And then just having your creative control. Like I said, if I want to do a show, somebody's birthday for a hundred bucks, I don't want a manager telling me "No, we need, you know, X amount of dollars for it. Cause they want to get their cut so I can do whatever I want them. But like I said, it's definitely not for everybody, you know?
1: And you handle everything yourself. You have no assistant. You handle your invoices, book yeah. your flights.
2: I had an assistant with one of my best friends from before when I was at, uh, from high school. Mm-hmm. And I was paying him like a grand a week to just to do my invoices. And he would like and pick up my checks and go cash them. Yeah. And he had to go pick them up. You know, they didn't use to mail them out. And then sometimes like three weeks would go by and they'd be like, hey, can you send it? They'd email me, can you send your invoices in? And I'm like, I hit him up, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I didn't send them yet. I'll send them. He didn't send them for three weeks. I was like, you cash the check I gave you, though, man. For three weeks, you've been Jesus cashing Christ. those checks. <laughs>
3: and you're paying for. And then he wouldn't, month?
2: yeah, and he wouldn't, and he wouldn't pick the checks up for like a month or two. And I'm like, and then he go deposit them. I'm like, what? You, what am I paying you for here? And you know, like, he didn't even book my fights. So I got, uh, he ended up moving, and then so we didn't have to have a, a, a bad friend breakup or anything like that. But then I just ever since then I did everything myself. I was yeah, like, yeah. You know, why am I paying anybody for anything? Yeah. You know?
0: Do you feel like uh, sometimes uh, you 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 lose that buffer when it comes to Time for like negotiations or anything. Yeah,
2: that's where you do. Yeah, uh, sometimes that it's where it hurts you at because you need the guy, you know. But I think now a lot of times you need, too, you need the bearer of bad news to just kind of. You need yeah. that. You need that buffer to just be like sometimes because if you, you know, do feel like you're you want something, you ask for something else too. Where your manager asks for it, that's one thing too. Where like the music directors might get kind of mad at you, like oh I need this extra, and they're like yo. Oh, you're being prima donna or something like that. But if your manager does it, it's, it's not a big deal. They're used to it all the time. Managers are always asking for more, but they should. And that's what I think a lot of times too, though, sometimes, you know, we're not going to say any names here, but some people used to book smaller amounts of people and they went to fight for them. You know, we, right. we all, we're all looking, making eye contact. right now. Know, we all know who we're talking about. But we're not going to say names. Some people would go to bat and be like, this person needs this much money. And then now I think nowadays, a lot of times you don't see those smaller boutique ones it's more about numbers they'll say i got uh this this show is x amount of dollars you don't want it cool i have a bunch of other DJs below you that will take it so they're not fighting for you no more to get more money they just they're just taking uh you know quality or quantity now you know so
0: it's just like uh it's just so oversaturated right yeah and it's kind of like um. that's what bad thing about covid too a lot of
2: kids taught themselves how to dj you know how to dj during it <laughs> and they don't know how to dj but they're, they're doing it for nothing like what would they would rather do go play at a club for 300 bucks for the night for six hours 50 bucks an hour or go work at amazon you know what are you gonna do obviously they're gonna do that you know so we i noticed i think uh, the, the people that got hurt the most during COVID were like the middle tier djs like us you know like right like like mm-hmm. you know a lot of the openers and stuff like that they're crushing right you now because they're open i what i noticed too is like uh, some of the venues that used to book me like an opener and closer, then me, and, and then an act. They kind of nixed out the middle guy, and they just go with like a like a tiger or something like that with an opener. Right as now, so they cut out that.
0: Well, we, we had a conversation about this like maybe a year and a half ago or two years, but we said like when shit opens up, it's gonna be an openers. Like it, the opportunities are gonna go to openers. Yeah. You it's know, the, yeah.
2: the big guys are still making their money too. You know, yeah, yeah. the so. big
0: guys. So like the openers come in, then they're probably getting maybe you know like I don't know how much they get like three hundred or something to open. Now they're gonna get. 500 to open and headline or do whatever the fuck mm-hmm. and and when when clubs started opening after the pandemic or after you know when shit started opening up they were the go-to guys they felt comfortable yeah. and now they're the 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 headlining residents you know what i'm saying
2: yeah i sat out for a while still when it first opened just because i didn't want to drop my rate down and risk having to build it back up again you know right 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 yeah. or possibly never building it back up so i kind of just sat the sidelines for a little while and waited for it to come back to normal because at first I didn't need them I noticed a lot of a lot of clubs that used to book me on the road, they were like, no offense, we just don't need you right now. When they first opened, it didn't matter who was DJing. The iPod could be on. They were packed. And I understand so that. People just wanted to be out. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. people just wanted to be out, and I knew it. I told them, i like, don't book me right now because you don't need to make that money. Make your money back for a little bit. Book me when it comes back around, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So not I was again. very understanding
0: to it. Some people were not understanding to it. I was understanding to it too, but I also saw it as just like, um, it's just like a, a factor of like the industry to me like these young dudes have to come up mm-hmm. and this is the time for them to come it was up. a great
2: opportunity for them
0: yeah but it's like you know how long are, am i going to be taking the work away from a younger dude you know what i'm saying like yeah. they need to come up somehow now you've yeah. seen all these like other younger djs emerge like a yo yoli yeah or anybody or even a night train coming up you know like they're getting these opportunities and doing doing the clubs that i was doing maybe like you know five six eight years ago you know what I'm saying. So for me, I like I I kind of see it as like, all right, cool. Like, it's actually a good opportunity for me to just do different things or just to like, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Start doing like maybe rooms that I would want to do like on a bigger or smaller scale and right, whatnot. Right, mm-hmm. But I, I think it's just part of like. Yeah, it's industry, rough to teach you know? them
2: that. You can't really teach them that either. When I first came up, I didn't take anybody's mm-hmm. jobs. I had jobs offered to me left and right. I'd I don't say, think, I don't I'd think say they, no to yeah. them.
0: But I don't think they've taken them. Do you think they are?
2: Well, if somebody had like a residency for every day and yeah. all of a sudden they get offered it. Now, I had that happen to me where other D-Days like who were above me to look up to had that residency like, oh, here, we'll give you this Tuesday. And, and I'd say, no, that's this person's night. Nice. I'm not going to take it. Where other people nowadays, they'd be like, yeah, I'm, they just start, they'd start playing there, you know. Yeah, yeah. They weren't aggressively seeking it. But I had things that were, you know, the person was still there and they offered me their jobs a lot of times in Vegas. And I would say no because I'm like, I have respect for that DJ. Yeah.
0: I remember like me being offered that shit and I would call the person up. Yeah. I just be like, yo, are you cool with this? Like, yeah. Like I I told people don't do that no more. I told them I would talk to you first. And usually they would be like, yo, man, like, yo, do you like kill that. shit. Nobody's going to (laughs) say not to, you know,
2: at least if you, especially if you have the respect to call them up and do that. But these young kids nowadays, they don't care. They're just going to come in and take whatever they can. Yeah. Yeah, for I sure.
0: I, I kinda just see it. I, I I kind of understand, but I get your point, like uh with the I mean I guess I don't know, maybe the sense of community and everyone like helping each other or looking out for each other. But then that also has to do with the fact that the DJ community is so big it's now. Still big now, yeah. It's know. so like vast. For sure. I mean I, I've never had it to the like I've never seen Vegas to a point where I don't know like, you know, I only know forty to maybe sixty percent of the DJs. I feel like there's another forty percent that I don't even know. Right. That, yeah, uh, in the old days,
2: you were when you took somebody's job, you were taking their life away from them pretty much, man, because it was said you had two days a week at this club every week. That was their right. money. When you took it away, now it's where everybody gets like their shot. It's not so bad, you know. If you somebody plays, you know, when they book a at Omnia or or Hakasan or Wet, like, it's, like people play once a month there, so mm-hmm. you're not really taking their jobs but the old days you, you were taking somebody's residency from them you right, know? right you right. were taking their Wednesday nights every week that was like their money to feed their family so so you actually were taking something from them or now it's like maybe they get a few less gigs you know so it's not quite the same as it used to be like I said, before you had a DJ that was there this Tuesday or every Wednesday or whatever. Now it's mixed up. So
0: But I I think mean, maybe the point was it was way smaller. You were gonna fucking see that person. Oh, one of you. Know yeah, two. Everybody, yeah. everybody <laughs> like it was you gonna see that person and then if not, you're gonna hear from like two other or four other motherfuckers. Somebody like, didn't they man, know that person. Yo, this dude, yo, he, we were at dinner and he fucking went off on you for doing whatever the fuck. <laughs> there was two when I was coming
2: yeah. up. There was when David Christian had the Thursdays at Tao and then yeah. five got it. Yeah, and he went to Five after that, and that was a big industry debacle. P- who kind of pick sides? Who are you going with, David Christian, or who are you going with Five? And then when David Christian was over at um, Hayes, uh, Pure, Pure Hollywood took over Pure, and that was a huge one because they were really close friends. And it was, you know, Hollywood got the job, and and, uh, and but it divided that group. But I was a close group with that with that group. I was close friends, and it divided people. People had to pick sides. Who are you going to be friends with now? Oh wow! It was
0: it was a it was a weird situation. That was a bad one it's funny like i mean there's ego everywhere but there's a big big ego in vegas it's like when i first moved out here even when i did the tryout it was like the ego was crazy yeah like (laughs) it was fucking nuts the amount of ego like there's some i don't want to get into it too much but (laughs) yo there's like some of these like fucking people that i talk to like they just like it's how can i frame this without getting in trouble like, one venue will be like, well, you know, are you working at this other venue? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, we can never book you now. And I'm like, well, why? Like, what the fuck? You, you guys are booking, like, these other DJs who are everywhere. Right. Why is it with me? Like, you have a problem with this venue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, what is the ego? Like, I don't understand why there's these egos with one venue to this venue. Well, this this dude did this. And I'm just like, why the fuck am I in the middle like, yeah. You're literally booking every fucking DJ in the sun and you're worried about me. <laughs> like it doesn't, I didn't, I didn't understand that shit. I only had
2: that happen to me a couple times. I've been pretty lucky to, that I get free reign to work at where I want to work at, you know? Oh my God.
0: I mean, yeah, you're everywhere,
2: bro. Yeah. I've been, yeah, no, yeah. I've been pretty lucky, but that's the relationships I've built. That's why, you know, Right. if you don't build those up with each individual, you know, booking agent or manager or GM or whatever, you know, then you don't.
0: That, that's something I did over the
2: years. I built that up over years, you know.
0: Hey, yo, shift. Thank you, man. I, I, yo, I it took a while to get you here. Yeah, we got yeah. it worked out. You've been busy. You've been like fixing cars and <laughs> fixing machines and doing remodeling houses, putting your pool. Yeah. Every time <laughs> I hit, yo, so for like two two months, I've been hitting them. I'm like, yo, so how's this Thursday, man? And then he'll just show me a picture of like like a big hole in his backyard, and he's like, I'm doing a pool right now. I'm like, well, <laughs> goddamn, okay. I'm like, and I'm like, what about next Monday? And then it's like a it's like a big structure that's his garage. He's like, building a garage now. I'm like, all right, well, fuck it.
2: And then finally- <laughs> i bad. got bad. I'm it. trying to get all that in real quick before it gets too hot. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, once, yeah. once we hit like uh, next month, I won't, I'm won't. i not doing that shit it's no already more. I'm going to hire people <laughs> then. But this last couple of months, I've been just working as much as I can get as much done as I possible right now. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll take a couple- I'm really busy in the summer, and I don't want to work out in that heat, man. Yeah, yeah. You having any boat
0: parties this summer? Or? We can, <laughs> we can do one soon. We can do one. You know what? For your birthday in September, you should do a, yeah, a boat Yeah, we should do thing. one
4: with, a, with Shift.
0: Do, do a podcast this with is the, on the boat. This is a motherfucker who doesn't know how to swim. You're going to go on the boat? <laughs> hey, I'm down. <laughs> I, got a, I got I got a slip
2: out there. We can just do it right from the slip. Keep it right at the dock. Let's do oh, it. man.
0: <laughs> All, right. All right. So uh, never's birthday boat bo- party. birthday. Yeah. I'm down. Let's do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Shift, man. Thank you for coming man. through, man. Thank you guys for having Absolute me. Absolute pleasure, man. man. Thank you, for you guys pleasure. for having
3: oh, me. Oh, yeah.
4: Thanks for tuning in to The Road
0: Podcast. Don't forget, every Wednesday, we have new episodes on all major streaming platforms. And every Thursday, the video versions go up on our YouTube page. Please subscribe to our channel, youtube.com slash roadpodcast. And to find exclusive clips of the pod, please visit youtube.com slash City. And we'll see you next Wednesday.